It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Enable to walk into my safe 
beat it early and beat the caravan. People storm in the gate to get a plate. Them lines packed like the happy land. Either open up with the latest cuts or them rap tools. They're bumped by the latest trucks. From 9 to 11, we do it in the dark. Like we used to do it in the park for the most part. From the very second that the show starts. You witness and compose all, think Mozart, huh? The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do as they sharp. Man, they so saw. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Press one. For everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are.
you know, the brother has a very clear, concise communication. Right? His sound frequency is very convincing, you feel me, in terms of what it is that he's experienced, even if what he's talking about kind of transcends people's normal faculty of, quote-unquote, understanding. But, you know, when his assistance came through, you feel me? Like I mm-hmm. said, like her account testimony kind of like sent chills to your body because it just had it just registered on that uh that tooth scale. You know what I'm saying? Very high in the octaves. So you might want to check that out. See what's going on in the astral realm that are making themselves known and manifest in the material realm. And we definitely are going to be continuing that conversation here tonight with the special guests that we have prepared for you in the building, our brother, Brother Levi, all the way live and direct, right, from the city of brotherly love. Silly, silly, y'all. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Oh, no doubt. Mm-hmm. It was good other than yeah. that. Uh, other than that, you know, everything is cool. You know what I'm saying? Everything is copacetic. We are uh, out here doing the work, you know what I mean? Um, trying to think about what's going on this weekend. Oh, New Life Expo is taking place in uh, the city, New York City. It is uh, an annual event. Excuse me? In the city, the city. Yes, yeah, yeah. Thirty Fourth Street, I believe, New York Hotel, right? I think it's at the Pennsylvania yeah. this year, where it was last year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. At the Pennsylvania yeah. Hotel on Thirty Third, right across the street from the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely going to be live fire building. We got my J as the CEO. In the building, right? And we'll see you. Yes. Uh, Marie is going to be preparing organic food. She's going to be in the building. Sister Kofumi, I believe, is going to be with her. So check out that raw food that will be in the building, courtesy family. You know, wherever the, the, the smell goods is coming from, you're going to be able to find the melanated people with the good food. And trust me, they won't be hard to find. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's going to be a lot of lecturers talking about topics relative to our conversation that you might not notice. Like, they, they don't pop up on, you know, your normal, uh, you know, lecture or blogosphere. You know what I'm saying? You know, they might not even look like what you might expect them to look like. But, you know, if you're somebody that's interested in mining information, you know what I'm saying? Like putting on your hard hat, getting your picks and axle out, and, and going into the depths of the earth to get information and bring it to the surface. Then trust me, there's going to be something there for you. Um, information has its way to find itself through all sorts of fulcrums. Don't really get caught up in who is coming through and what they look like. You know, learn how to filter information. Learn how to be discerning with the information that you do get. You know what I'm saying? 
learn the art of, of uh, get yourself a pendulum while you you know, swing that pendulum, see if that's truthful, see if the sound octave matches with, uh, you know, with the actual word. You feel me? Whatever it is that you're studying or researching or interested in, there's going to be a fall of that information in the building, whether it's health, whether it's, uh, you know, conspiracy, whether it's aliens, whether it's, uh, you know, getting your mind uh, together, you know, strengthening mind powers, you know, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, all sorts of interesting topics that will be in the building. Um, the New Life Expo, I, I believe it started today, but Saturday and Sunday is definitely going to be the epic moments. All right? Yes, Build indeed. Up. I'm going to turn up early because I know, yeah, the best lectures, you know, they start kicking off early and stuff like that. Um, I think there's a small issue with the uh, chat room when I logged into the studio. They had a uh, blog talk, had um, a notification that said that they were having issues with the yeah. uh, chat. So I'm just putting that out there for the family that's on the call. Um, bear with law, you know. Bear with us, you know, as we bear with the whole blog talk thing. Um, definitely, uh, you know, just call in if need be, or listening to listen to it via your what you call it. Just check it out via your uh, um, what you call it, your uh, computer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. Via the computer, um, you know, you definitely got the flyer up on the KTL on the Nodalex TV page on Facebook. You can share that flyer, throw it on your Instagram, you know, share it on the book, tweet it, do whatever is necessary. Let the family know that you are here in the building rocking out the best on Nodalex Radio tonight. Okay? Yeah. Indeed. Definitely. Yeah. So I I also think that um it's appropriate timing that we can announce to the family that phenomenal uh introduction song that you hear. You can't see us performing that, right? Live and direct. Right? Yeah. Time next yeah. month today is it November what? November sixth. Yeah. November sixth, uh family. We've been booked by the uh illustrious Zulu Nation, our brother DJ Cabin, shout out to him. And um, we are scheduled to be performing at an event in Brooklyn that's going to be um, headlined by uh, some of the hip-hop greats, Large Professor, um, Brand Nubian, Sadat X of Brand Nubian, and Black Moon. And we're going to be on the bill as well. So I'm very happy to make that announcement. And, um, you know, that is going to be so November 6th. We'll have more. Huh? Courtesy of KTL Universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all that. You know, all that. Yeah. All that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll have more information for the family who wants to come out and uh, support you know what I'm saying? We look forward to building with anybody that comes out 
to that event. I believe we'll have tickets for sale, maybe $10 or $15, I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, just stay in touch, you know what I'm saying, and uh, we'll definitely make it happen. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I remember when you That's a week it? before the birthday. I said that's a week before our born day, the 14th, so, you know, and the yeah. day before my son's birthday. No. Of tearing the stage down the SOB. I think it was 2011. Exactly. Exactly. It was around the same time. 2011, on our birthday, on our born day, for that matter, you know, alongside our Super Hey Rules, we had the honor, you know, of debuting at Secret Chiefs and the Legends of the Guardians with the whole team. Like, we were squad deep on the SOB stage. And we totally tore it backwards. So I mean, that was actually our first time performing that song. You know what I'm saying? That was a monumental event. Shout out to everybody that was there. Uh, brother uh, Heru Supreme was a DJ. Ghetto Shaman. Um, Amun Ra. Uh, it was just a plethora of people. KT the Arch Degree. Uh, Golden Scales. Um, King uh, Uraeus, King Uraeus. It was a beautiful night, you know. I still remember it to this day. So we intend on bringing that same level of intensity back to the stage for the Zulu Nation to represent for Africa, Bimbada, and the gods and the goddesses of the Zulu, the Zulu Nation um, on November 6th. All right? Oh, no doubt. Yes, sir. Doubt. And just overall, you know, just just please stay in touch. Uh, we have an email. It's KTL Empowerment. That's KTL Empowerment at Gmail. Um, feel free to send us your contacts at KTL Empowerment at Gmail, or feel free to hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Notalesh TV. Leave us your information there, and we'll put you into the mailing list. We have some uh, very interesting and very, uh, you know, um, well-needed events coming up. We're not just talking about lectures. We're talking about social events, networking events, stuff for the family to get together. You know, we do a lot of lectures. We're involved with a lot of the lectures and things of that nature. But there's um, a void when it comes to dealing with, you know, uh, social events coming together, politicking, uh, couples coming out and meeting other couples, uh, brothers who don't yourself. You know? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a level of enjoyment and things of that, that nature. That is so, an element of your life called fun. Nobody seems to talk about it. It seems like it's taboo <laughs> because people deal with information. It's like nobody wants to talk about the most serious aspect of it all, which is fun. You know, enjoying yourself, actually, you know, being happy, to be amongst your bedroom and your sister and, you know what I'm saying, exchanging good vibes and just doing things that elevate your mood and elevate your vibration, you know, those things are necessary. Just like, you know, there's things that are missing that, that cater specifically to children, you know, those things are missing from the community. You know, there's yes, not too many things that, that totally speak to the fact that you know, our, our children require a certain level of engagement, 
you know what I'm saying, for them to have fun. You know, I constantly hear grown folks recalling their experiences where they have emotional attachment to McDonald's because they experience going in the joint with the flying balls and all of that in it, the multicolor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that experience solidified their dedication and their remembrance of Ronald McDonald, and they can't let that go. So yeah. we need to build vehicles that make that same level of attachment for our children, you know, where it, it coincides with something that we're doing, you know what I mean, that will be remembered based on the level of uh, activity, you know what I'm saying, that we place around it. But, yo, that's where I, I was mount rock climbing, you know what I'm saying? That's where I learned how to build a crystal grid. You know, that's where I learned about to learn to meditate. The power. Huh? For that matter. Just learn to meditate for that matter. Breaking Something as simple as that. Learn to meditate. A group meditation amongst the youth for that matter. Yeah, even that. You know what I'm saying? You know? You know. I received Whatever. a video today. Wow, um, brother learned how to shoot a bow and arrow. You understand? Yeah, remember, that? remember camp? Yeah, yeah. I would never, mm-hmm. ever forget my experiences at camp. I can never divorce them, denounce them, or anything, because that shit was transcendental in regards to uh, the level of introduction. To so the reconnection with nature. Yeah, reconnection with nature. I, I learned how to. Um, climb a tree via uh, a string. You know, I learned how to climb a tree without a string in St. Croix when we had to get coconuts to eat, you know. But in, um, in camp, it was different. It was on some Tarzan shit, you know. <laughs> we learned how to swing and jump off the rope. We learned how to shoot the arrow, you know what I'm saying? We learned what, a, um, what the inside of a frog looks like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Before science class, because the kids yeah, were out. They're being real cool. 60 pound boulders on them. Yeah, it was real cool. But, you know, all of those was, was growing and learning experiences yet. And still, the, you know, you learned about the, the fragility of life. You know what I'm saying? You know, they were killing garden snakes every other day. You know, we learned to overcome our fears of snakes because of that. Overcome your fear of spiders. You know, all of these things that you have to interface with in nature, in a natural setting, away from your parents. You know, you have to pass these tests in real time, real talk. Mm-hmm. They used to hit us with the boogeyman. Like, yo, this, like, there was a boogeyman of Camp Crystal Lake. You know what I'm saying? You had to divorce your fears of that BS in order to move forward. You'd be, you know, the whole trip would be crippled. You're thinking about the boogeyman. So those were healthy experiences. We have to create, you know, such experiences for our children, for them to have a, a level of allegiance to what it is that we're promoting and telling them, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to fall sway, you know, to, to what DT is telling them is a lifestyle. You know, because that shit is, is glittery. It comes in all colors. It's, it's 
sparkling, you know. Lifestyle. Yeah, and then and they got a you sound, know, they got a soundtrack, you know. They got a soundtrack to it. And that's what we're gonna be dealing with tonight, you know. But um, is you know, we are going to um introduce the uh the the upcoming events and the upcoming programs that we're putting together, you know what I'm saying, to the family. We don't want anybody to miss out. We don't want you to catch a late pass. We don't want you to be like, you know, because everybody's busy. We all in our matrix. We all in our our different circles. We all moving at our own pace. So, you know, you might not catch the show in the archives um, for a certain amount of time, or you might miss the show where we make the announcement. So that's what I was saying. Just hit us up on the um, email, Empowerment at gmail, and you will be part of that illustrious email list, and um, you would definitely be, um, you, you know, you, you won't, you won't, nothing won't pass you, you know what I'm saying? You'll be aware of everything that's going on. You won't miss out. But you won't miss out. But like I said, um, like I got a, I got a, a email today by a brother out of uh, Jersey who has a company. We did, I did some work with him last year. And uh, he sent me um, a video of his son, eight-year-old prodigy. And the young guy was being interviewed by a European lady, a Caucasian um, reporter. You know what I'm saying? And, man, eight years old, bro. And he was handling himself like he might have been 18, talking about his pineal gland, you know, talking about the dangers of watching reality TV, you know, and being distracted, you know what I'm saying? He even warned her about her with the, the TV shows that she's watching, you know, and what it's doing to her mind, you know. And the brother was just so poised and confident, you know what I mean, and, and fully aware of his surroundings and aware of who he was. But that was due to his exposure to um, – a level of consciousness, you know what I'm saying, a level of, of awareness that superseded what he may have learned in, quote, unquote, you know, um, everyday, uh, you know, just, just the everyday uh, mainstream media and things of that nature. You know, it's no, you know, it's no, it's no secret that they're not preparing our children to be enlightened. They're not into the, um, to the, the indigo or the enlightened uh, crystals and whatnot. They're not, they're, they're purposely, and we're going to talk about tonight, they're giving them, they're sending out signals to shut them down. But when I saw the video and I saw how alert and how aware this young man was, you know, I was like, yo, man, it'll be a crime. It'll, it'll be a crime on our behalf if we were not to set up something for those children right there to interact with each other. They need to know that others exist like them. We have to become the Professor X's of this age, you know, and not the Magnetos. You know, we have to we have to develop, you know, um, facilities and, and, huh? So you're breaking up a little bit. All right. Does that sound better? Still a little wavy. Okay. Well, like I said, um, I'm, I'm going to see if I could drop the link in the chat 
for the, uh, the the YouTube video with the young God, you know. And we're just going to go ahead and make it happen. And like I said, we're going to make these socials, these networking events happen as well. Um, if you're in Atlanta, hit us up. If you're in L.A., hit us up. If you're in Miami, hit us up. If you're in New York, hit us up. You know, um, if you're in the DMV area, hit us up. You know, you don't have to stay home. Shout out to the chat channel. We're going to talk about Shot Town. Word. Yeah. Shot Town, man. man. We get, we sending y'all love as well. If you in the shot, hit us up, man. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, you in man. Holler at us. Yeah, you know, if you a promoter, hit us up. You know, um, I had a long talk with King Simon today. If you, if, if you out there, if you, were, if you a club promoter, I don't care what kind of promoter you are. You know what I mean? It don't matter. If you, if you know a lot of people, hit us up. If you belong to a network, hit us up. If you were inside of a student union in your college, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want, it, it, it doesn't matter, man. Like, if, if you got three homies that's conscious or, or two homegirls that's on the wave, hit us up. You don't, you you know, don't 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 downplay your role and don't downplay your importance in this movement and what it is that you're going to be called to do in the near future. A lot of people are so complex in their thoughts. Oh, we're going to, you know, like you got to have a certain amount of money or credit score you got. Don't, don't, don't get boozled. Or you have to have a certain level of information and you have to read a certain amount of books because you listen to your favorite lecturer and he told you he read 750 books. Like don't sabotage yourself. Okay, if if you are on the wave, if you are awake, if you are awoken, if you're into this consciousness, is for a reason. You deserve to meet other people that are on the same wave or the same frequency, the same channel that you are on. So I am encouraging us to begin to connect. The first stages of connect is the email address. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Stop. And. What happened? That you were starting to chat. Oh, damn. All right. Well, the first uh, first wave is the uh, the email, and that's KPL Empowerment at Gmail. You know what I'm talking about? And then from there, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do what we need to do to build up everything that we need to build up. And then we're going to move forward. I don't want to put everything out there right now because it's not time for that. We're just prepping and letting the family know, giving y'all the heads up because we do have a show that we have to commit. You know, you know. So uh, this is just a little bit of chat. KTL Empowerment. KTL Empowerment at Gmail dot com. You dig? Um, you dig? All right. Now let's go ahead and get into the show tonight, family. Highly anticipated. This is my brother right here. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, I was introduced to him via my other brother. You know what I'm saying? My big brother, the big, the OG, Hakeem out of Black and Nobel, the legend. You know what I'm talking about? And, um, you know, he is one of the, uh, he's on the forefront. Shout out to Hakeem. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Tyson. Shout out to Hakeem. Shout out to Red. Shout out to everybody out there in Philly. You know what I mean? We got love for all of y'all. Shout out to Haz. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to um, just shout out to everybody in Philly, man. Shout out to Ampool, Noble Ampool, um, just the whole movement. 
because, you know, like we spoke about Philly before, Philadelphia, you shake a mexum, is a very special place. You know what I mean? They, uh, they, they, they breed a lot of the warrior scholars, you know, um, the brothers and sisters that inhabit, you know, uh, that, uh, that, 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 that land, you know, they bring a lot to the game. You know what I'm saying? They, they brought a lot to the game in terms of consciousness, especially to the New York area, the years and whatnot. You know, we've been enlightened by a lot of their teachers, you know, and, um, we just, we, we got love for them. You know what I'm talking about? We definitely got love for them, you know, and they always keep it real with us. And the brother Hakeem with Black and Nobel, he's done a lot of things for the brothers behind the wall, shipping those books. He's done a lot for authors, brothers and sisters who have published their works. He he moves a lot of books, okay? You know what I'm talking about? He moves a lot of books all over the planet in the name of consciousness. He also got them subway novels, so holla at him, blackandnobel.com, all right? That's black, like the color, and A-N-D. Noble, N O B E L N O B E L dot com. Please go and visit him. Please support him, and please check out his um, assortment of books. And feel free, brothers and sisters, if you are authors or if you know of any authors who you want to recommend to the brother, feel free to highlight them and reach out. Tell them that we sent you. And then, um, you know, we'll take it from there. But let's get into this episode. Murder Ledge in conjunction with Black and Nobel presents Vibrational Sound Healing and Defense featuring Brother Levi. There's a war going on outside no man is safe from because there are silent weapons being utilized in this quiet war. So people who only correlate noise with chaos are none the wiser. The constant bombardment... There's a war going on outside no man is safe from because there are yeah. silent weapons being utilized in this quiet war. So people who yeah. only correlate noise with chaos are none the wiser. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. Was kind of slick. The constant Continue. bombardment of... What? I was kind of slick. Continue, please. The constant bombardment of propaganda being projected daily via TV and other forms of media are distorting your frame of reference and altering your reality, making you ever more so readily susceptible to programming. There is a science to sound. So, Breaking up. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let me see how to The constant bombardment of propaganda being projected daily via TV and other forms of media are distorting your frame of reference and altering your reality, making you ever more so readily susceptible to programming. There is a science to sound, so as everything is in motion. Everything is vibrating, creating sound and frequency. How do you defend against that which you can't see or are not trained to identify? What wall can you put up against us? On your senses. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Huh? Sorry, I don't. I don't want to cut your flow, but on my end, it sounds distorted. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Chat room ain't open yet. All right. Chat room. Can you please let us know if the sound is distorted so I can finish uh, the description? I don't want anybody to uh, not hear or, you know, 
not get what it is it was saying in the scriptures. Let's go over chair. So, yeah, let's finish this. Tune in tonight. Brother Levi debuts on KTL Radio to sound the trumpet on a plethora of topics to open your ears, open your eyes, and open your mind to a new reality. Tune in. Classes in session. So without any further ado, we want to welcome the caller from the 215-965. Caller, peace. Welcome to Northern Ledge Radio. Peace and blessings, brothers. Coming from Black and Nobel, yeah. Philadelphia. This Master teacher, Brother Levi, here transmitting live to you. I'm here with the great brother, the, the, the master, the builder, the keeper of the temple, Brother Hakeem. Peace, peace. What's up, man? Peace. We got the guardian Phil over here on the, on the side, and we got we got the supreme technician, Brother Tice, coming through the door right now. We'd like to say thank you for coming out. Oh, no, y'all fortified. Know the ledge, baby. No doubt, no doubt. And all day. I'm sounding clear. Just I want to yes, make sure because this friendly. is a, this is a song. Of, this is a show about uh you know about sound frequencies. So I got to make sure that I'm vibrating. You know what I'm talking about? Ain't nothing worse oh, than yeah. when you go to the playback and you choppy. Like I can't do this. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. So briefly before we even get into it, let's do a quick commercial. I want my brother Hakeem to let the family know about the location of Black and Nobel where they can be found, what it is that they have for the family, and what deals are going on this week. Peace to the world, everybody out there listening. Well, yeah, hey, man, look, we available in any form, fashion for whatever's going on, whatever's happening, we want in. So we appreciate the invite. And um, to everybody that's listening, much love. That's all we have to that's all we have is love. So, Indeed. you know, if we if we continue to do that and stop going into all these different fearful uh, tactics that are put on us uh, through the sounds and through the airwaves, you know what I mean, and we just start putting more love vibrations out, that's what's going to come to us. And um, I know that's all I know y'all to be. You know, y'all, y'all, y'all definitely uh, been coming to Philadelphia and we've been coming up top. To, to Brooklyn, Harlem, and everywhere else in New York, you know, the connection is right here. It's like Philadelphia and New York cousins, and now it's become worldwide. Yeah. So we appreciate um, everybody that's that's tuning in because we've been putting the groundwork in for years. And, um, you know, we're thankful for the Internet and the blogs and everything. So shout-out to everybody that's taking the time out, uh, you know, listening in and tuning in because – a lot of people on their way to go party, and um, this is our type of party. So, you know, um, basically, black and no bad, man. Like, we've been around since '03, and, you know, it's been a journey. It's been a beautiful journey, and it's been a great struggle. It's something that we do for the people. It's not something that we do just to make money. We do make money, but it's, it's, it's definitely something that we have to do because if we don't do it, we feel like nobody else is capable to do it. And not to and say that they're the not capable way. to do it in terms of, you know, um, building money, but we build with people and the vibration from heart to heart, and it travels, man. Like, it's something that we've been working on within ourselves. So ever since, you know, the beginning of Black and Nobel, we always tried to surround ourselves around people that we know we all a family, like we all go back before we even started selling books. 
So, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes us a little different than most bookstores, you know, because (laughs) it was like, okay, we're starting to sell books because we sold all kind of products before books, you know. And um, once we got into the books, I said, man, I got to go get my original team that I started the street teams with. And um, everybody's still here. You know, and, and, and it's just been growing and growing. And even if people aren't in the building, the people that started with us, are, their spirits are still there. So for everybody that's never been here, if you're ever passing through Philadelphia, we're at 1409 West Erie Avenue uh, in Philadelphia, North Philadelphia, right around Temple University's campus. And uh, we're also online at blackandnobell.com. Thanks for the... Um, Lay out earlier, brothers. Uh, that's black, like the color, and A and D Nobel N O B E L dot com. And um, you know, we're available. We're you know we all are working late night, early morning, all through the night. So we 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 definitely are right here for the people. That's what we're doing it for, brother Levi Tyson. Phil, everybody that's a part of what we do with the We Ship the Prisons movement, you know, we got all kind of stuff going on. They're putting us on morals here in Philadelphia because of what we do with the prisons. So we're excited about that because we're able to reach and teach people through the wall. You know, we're able to get through to the scholars and the people that you probably wouldn't hear from and to see them get their works out you know, through the walls of Black and Nobel is powerful, you know, because not only are we shipping the books to the prisons, a lot of people in the prisons are writing and creating books and content, and we're able to give them a platform. So anybody that's uh, locked up or that has a family member that's locked up, put them in contact with us, give them the information, and we'll get at them, you know, with a catalog and make sure that they find out exactly who we are. That's our main purpose of Black and Nobel is to ship to the prisons and help out and get the because books change lives, man. I've heard so many brothers and sisters and children, you know, that read books. They're very, the people that read books are, are very, you know, they're more accurate and they think faster. They're thinking down the line. So to all my avid readers, Please keep reading because we got to keep physical books alive. Even though the e-books and everything is ter- turning digital, we got to keep the physical books alive. We already went through that where a lot of things were, you know, every 10 years they take a certain amount of stuff out of books and, mm-hmm. and, and, and lower the content. So we got to make sure that we keep the books alive. Read to your children. It's very important that we start that soon as they are uh, in conception, just reading and, and, and teaching them the law of vibrations. And, you know, I'm going to sign out on that because usually it's kind of hard for me to get on the on the airways, right? And I appreciate everybody that, that's including us in, in their thoughts. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing for us to all be connected worldwide. You know, to mm-hmm. me... I spend so much time talking to the people in a social manner, like, daily, one-on-one. I don't really do the blogs like I probably should do, but you know what I'm saying? I think that um, 
for us to be able to, because I know y'all sitting, wherever y'all sitting, the vibrations is right, we sitting there, so we all connected. The world is becoming smaller and smaller by the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Respect to what y'all been doing. Y'all following is worldwide, worldwide as well. So when we come together with that, there's no stopping us. No stopping us. So definitely big respect to everybody. I like to shout out um, Big Brother A.A. Rashid, you know what I'm saying? Because from the very beginning, he's the one that, um, you know, um, put us on with a whole slew of people that was doing the same things we was doing down here and everybody else that's putting forward the work that's um, making this thing grow daily. You know, and um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put um, Tice on real quick, just to give him a you know you know just a shout out, and then we'll bring it back to Brother Levi so y'all can start the show. But big respect to everybody that's tuning in. Thank you much. Indeed, brother. Peace and blessings. Peace, peace, brother Tyson. Peace and blessings to the brothers, to the world, actually. Indeed. Let yeah, know we just, who this is. We just this is Tyson Gravity, Black and Nobel, Tyson Gravity Media, you know, the world a little bit of everybody. Um, you know, I've always respected what y'all guys are doing and um, you know, I've always uh admired the fact that we can communicate and travel up and down the the road, meet up in Cali. You know, just always have that good vibrations and, and the build, the thought to build more and, and add on to what we have and to take our thought processes to the next level, not maintain the same as before. Oh, not at all, brother. This is about forward movement and evolution in real time. You know, um, we just we 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 dedicated to uh, improvement. You know, as Scorpios, we you know it's in our nature to regenerate. So, you know, whatever we have to do to watch the growth take place. You know, we watch y'all grow over the years, expand. You know, we, we remember it was a small spot. Now it's now it's the square footage has multiplied. You know, um, I've 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 watched your YouTube channel blow up. You real heavy online. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Thanks to um your expertise and and the uh you know, your your you know, what you've done in social media and things of that nature, you know, YouTube even took notice to that from what I you know what I mean, from my understanding. So that's a Correct. beautiful thing. Correct. You know, but you it, know. I, I like the fact that we're not being known for the buffoonery or the coonery. Nobody knows us to be um, those type of people that don't take what we're doing serious at all, you know, right. they respect yeah. what we're doing because they see our grind. And, you know, to be on the level of a lot of the celebrities that's out there is great because I'm sitting here looking at a wall full of books and a room full of intellectuals. And to be mm-hmm. known and admired and, and, and respected for that is and I've been in the radio industry. I, I did 12 years in radio. I've been in move behind scenes in movies. I've done tours. I've I've done all of that. And to be known for books is probably the best thing that I, it could happen in my life. 
Word. And we're going to keep that moving with the technology. Absolutely. No and you guys are definitely going to be a part of everything that we do. And we appreciate that. Indeed, brother. Definitely, we appreciate you. We appreciate your endeavors. And, you know, you couldn't have said it better. It will continue to multiply. And this is a testament, you know, what happens when we put to the to make it super heat. Definitely. So I'm going to pass yeah. off to Brother Levi so y'all can get into the topic for tonight. Indeed. Yes. Hotep, brethren. Hotep, brethren. Hotep, all right. Yeah, so I'm I'm very honored to, to be here today, and it's, it's definitely a a, a very uh, beautiful moment again because we had a chance to build before, and a lot of a lot of enlightenment and a lot of um, a lot of understanding or understanding came about from the conversations we've had. So this is definitely a good thing right now because we get a chance to share this, these God-conscious concepts with the world because right now it's needed. Yes, sir. Definitely needed. So in vibrational healing, one of the things we have to look at is that everything in the universe is composed of vibration. Everything is in motion. And everything has a frequency. All, we are all made up of particles that are moving and vibrating. The, the whole universe is the manifestation of vibration. And then when vibrations slow down or speed up, you get different density levels. You get different states of existence or various states of existence, what we call states of consciousness. And when we learn how to tap into the variations of frequencies of consciousness, of thought, of spirit, of focus, we get a chance to tap into power and energy that is normally not accessible to those who are not aware that they are living inside of a moving vibratory universe. That's the first thing we have to come to grips with. Our ancestors, our ancient African ancestors, our indigenous ancestors, um, our ancient ancestor known as Tahuti or Jehudi, wrote down the seven laws of the universe and that one of those laws is not just that everything is vibrating but if you shift the frequency or you shift the speed of vibration if you change the the frequency of a vibration you can change the actual the actual physical state of matter this is what most of the world knows in alchemy as the the seven laws of the universe the the laws and teachings of hermes trismegistus of course, we know if you study the language, Hermes is an ancient comedic word, is a Nubic word, and it deals with enlightenment. Her deals with um, a form of light, a form of elevation, and Mes means to be born of. So to be born of light, it is an ancient comedic word that survives in the breakdown of Greek uh, languages. So getting into the main part of the law that our ancestors taught us, Jehudi taught us, is that when you shift the frequency, when you change the rate at which something vibrates, you can change its physical composition. You can change its state and matter. This is very important for us as Africans right now because when we look at television, when we look at the streets, when we look at the behaviors, uh, when we listen to the music, all the things that are shaping our environment, that is making our environment, is causing the body to work against itself. And 
On the contrary, we as Africans, we as indigenous people around the world, here in this land, as even the Native American people that we are here, in this land, original indigenous, we used our sound to actually heal our sicknesses and to get over many of the ailments or the shifts in nature that the body goes through. Even when you look into the Bible, if you look into the scriptures and the book of Kings, David, excuse me, uh, I think, yes, it's the book of Kings, you can check, but if you check the story of David, you'll find that David actually used music to banish evil forces, um, negative spirits, negative energy from King Saul and saved his life by just merely playing his sounds. He was able to actually chase evil spirits away. So that same science is the science that we are living by today with media, with music. You can see it in the military with military drills. Uh, you can hear it in commercials because music creates, helps to produce emotions by the sounds that's being used and the way that the tones are being used. All of this is creating energy inside of us. So when you pair that with bad diet, negative thoughts, negative ideas, and consciousness, you get an impaired immune system. We all know that sound travels through the air and through the organ we call the ear. The ear is the eighth cranial nerve. That eighth cranial nerve is connected to another nerve called the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the wandering nerve of the body, and it runs from the head on down to the toe. And some of its deepest um, impacts that can be felt in the body is in the stomach. The sound of a screeching blackboard. When somebody takes their nails and go across a, a blackboard, causes nervous twitches in people that are listening, even changes the, uh, the rate of breathing because the pitch has reached the crescendo against the ear's membranes, the uh, cilia, the hair in the air. So sound has these, and these are just examples, sound has that effect upon us. And we as Africans in this country, indigenous people on this planet, we overcame most of the sicknesses and the infections that has been thrown at us through biological warfare, warfare with music. Um, when you take into consideration the amount of psychological bombardment that we have been given as a people and our creativity to produce an art form that has become a universal power, hip-hop, healing information projections to help oppress people, help our people, you're looking at the potential to actually shift the, the so-called human race from a low vibration to a high one. Um, we're talking about a music that originally intended to unify children and help them in the streets of America and around the world. So right now, we have some very interesting things going on, and I, I know that the brethren have been watching it and the sisters have been watching it, and that you have a three-way to four-way attack on the black community and the world community. And I'm going to specify these three-way three attacks. One, you have a biological weapon being thwarted at the black population of the world. And right now, West Africa is being completely quarantined and kept from communication and travel around the world. And if you see some of the scenes that's on television, it's almost as if they're spraying our people like insects. And I've seen it. And, and if you've been paying attention to the, the visuals, you can see, and uh, at the same time, also people are rising up fighting against the clinics. And I'll, I'll connect the vibrational science to that in just a second. Then we have the next attack, which is coming directly, which is coming in the forms of violence by authorities and so-called authorities. 
okay? And then you have another attack that's coming through the music. And the setup that the FBI, CIA, if you're really watching the music, is that they're demonizing black children. They're using the actual hip-hop, the so-called rap music, and I say so-called because a lot of it's being perpetrated. They're using the behavior modification and influence of music to create an image of the black race to cast it to the world. And at the same time, they're going to use that as a vehicle also to try to justify police brutality among our people, which, which gives the world the image that they have the green light to kill without true cause. So you got the music attack, because if, you, if we got music that's creating anger, you got music that's producing a suppressed immune system. You got the direct attack coming physically, and then you got media. Media is now also pushing the agenda of murder all over the planet. Every show, every song, everything that's coming out is producing and pushing the idea of murdering to young people. This is population control via entertainment. Entering, grabbing control, and having, having a grip on the mind or the consciousness of people. So the true, right now, one of the main things we can do as a people is begin to change the vibrations of the sounds we have in our homes, the, the conversations we have with each other, that we start producing music that actually is going to create clarity and is going to boost the immune system. Um, playing instruments, playing instruments and doing dance actually boosts the immune system and increases oxygen in the blood that helps fight pathogens. These are some of the ancient arts that now scientists have done biochemically, have studied, and have found are working to actually help people overcome microbes and infections. So, you know, these are some of the things I'm putting out there. And since we're out there in the cyber world, my people, and for the people of this planet, you have to change your music. You've got to start dancing again also. That's going to help increase oxygen in your blood to fight against sickness. Also, to hope overcome the conscious, and I mean, let to make this very clear, we've got to go beyond being conscious now. Conscious is a damn game. We have to go subconscious. Music helps to bypass the conscious programming and helps to free the subconscious mind, which is where the God and goddess live. So we've got to get into the dancing. The music that's being put out right now is training children to kill each other. That's, that's a setup. That's FCC and the CIA. Because the same, because now courts are also accepting music and lyrics of artists that are um, violent. They're taking their lyrics and using that as a, a game, as an attack against them. So artists, um, if you're out there and you're listening in the area, please begin to shift your lyrics because they will use these lyrics in court against you. And it's already happened to a couple of artists already. I don't, have, I don't think I really need to start naming names. You can go look at them yourself. So this, this is where we are. So to, to really crash course it for the family out there, shift the music and get into dance music again. Also get into uh, tranquility music, learning how to not only speed up the blood, but also to slow down the bloodstream. Because your, oxygen is, your oxygenation is going to help break down pathogens. Um, on the dietary level, we have to start getting with the diet, all of us. We've got to start learning how to clean out the system and keep that system booted up and had high ranges. Um, hydrogen peroxide treatment, food grade hydrogen peroxide, get it. Sea moss, get into it. Um, get into your gingers, 
because the fire element helps, again, to get blood circulation and respiration going. Um, do um, also aromatherapy and vapor therapy help to clean out your lungs and your respiratory tract because many of our infections come by way of our blood and our nutrition, the things we drink, eat, and the air we breathe. That is the source of all our health and our power. So, you know, that's a crash course, brother. I'm, I know I can get long with it. I don't want to get too long with this. I know people have questions or y'all have some things to add on. So I just thank y'all for letting me drop that to the people. No, I mean, indeed, you ran through a lot of material real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, time is of the essence. You know, we got to start doing less, just like sound bites. Television talks to our people through sound bites, and they download, out, you know, large amounts of information in small amounts of time using symbols, colors, feelings, emotions, tastes, and symbols. So they do things in a very swift time, and they know their audience. So they have to really pinpoint exactly what they need to say in a certain amount of time and make it stick. So, we, you know, in this day and time, with, with what's going on, you know, this attack is moving at a very, very alarm, a, a fast pace, but yet at a constant pace because they have the people to reinforce it on each other. So for those who are listening out there, like the scriptures say in Revelation, he who has an ear, let him hear what the, what the Spirit says to the seven churches. So we've got to speak as quick as possible to make sure that the people, especially the chosen, our people, to, to start getting into their, their sciences again. Because we've been on this planet for trillions, you know, we've been in the cosmos and on this planet for millions upon millions to billions of years. And we have survived volcanoes, tornadoes, all types of, you know, maladaptive environmental conditions. And yeah. for us to be survivors of the, all these atrocities, even the, the transatlantic slave trade, with the amount of bacterium that was on ships and things that men, women, and children had to survive, we can never let anyone fill our heads up with a bunch of negative, negative vibrational sounds and words and then have the, not only the audio level, not just on a musical level, but now on a visual level. Because if you're watching television at night, which is when all your memories, all your, your senses is at its easiest level of influence, if you put on a show how people work to get away with murder, and then you show an actual news report of someone murdering in, in cold blood, and then you put out music that pushes the same message to the people, and, and now you have police brutality escalating in this country and around the world, because it's not just in America, and you have a biological contamination on, on our people in West Africa, and now prompting that contamination here on the population here because we are descendants of that land. So this is an attack upon the people. This is an attack on the Melanites of the world. And, you know, we have to ring the alarm about it, and we have to start using our science because that's, this, is, this is sorcery. Whenever they start talking about vaccines and, and injecting people with needles, they're breaking laws of nature. They're breaking laws against people's life and humanity. And we got to ask some questions. Um, the very nature of this disease, we know that you can fight disease with vibrations. Um, there's an actual experiment that was done by a European scientist, and he found the frequency to every bacteria on the planet. His name was Royal Raymond Rice, and he found a light frequency that can break down cancers in the body. These are all old ancient African 
Nubic sciences that were practiced in the pyramids, using different colors, uh, different colors to break down bacteria. Right here in Philadelphia, um, back in the early 1900s, they used blue light to break down leprosy and skin uh, ailments on a little girl. Right here, in, uh, I think it was in Drexel or Han- I think it was Hanneman Hospital. They used blue light on a little girl to heal her body. So they know the power of television, light frequency, and they know the power of sound frequency. Uh, this is, again, one of those times where there has to be a, revolution, a revelation and revolution in music to save our people's lives. Um, the elders of hip-hop laid down a foundation. They called Shango, and when they called Shango, Shango was the lord of the drum and retribution, maintaining a balance in nature. I want and that you thunder. to upon that a little. I want you to explain because you might have people yes. sitting in the audience that don't kind of, you know, they probably didn't catch what you were saying when you said that. Can you walk them through that and show them through? Oh, true indeed. Um, if you listen to the second, I think it's the first or the second album by African Bambada and the Zulu Nation, um, 19, the, there's the greatest hits album that's out. It, it starts from 1975 or 77, I think is the track that was done in 84. Um, and I'm trying to remember exactly which song it is. Um, they call out Shango in the song. And it's, um, I'm trying to, way, 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 Wonga. It's the B-Boys breakdown. And they go into the song. And it's, um, it's right before Renegades on the same album. And they call out Shango. Shango deals with using music and magic as a means of defense against the wicked. If you read the ancient Yoruba teachings in Nigeria. So, and it's interesting right now what we're going through because they're putting a, they're putting a microbe. This is not a natural microbe. This is a microbe that was engineered bio, uh, biologically. Um, if you study this this microbe, and if you put together the things I'm saying, you can see where I'm coming from. These microbes were engineered in a laboratory during the 70s and even further back. But particularly in the 70s, there's a paper called the Memorandum, a House of Appropriations, 1970, on creating microorgani- microorganisms that can break down the immune system, which is not detectable anywhere in nature. So... And, and saying all of that, and then looking back at the people who we are, we deal with uh, tapping into electromagnetic spectrums and going into trance, which gives the body extra energy to overcome uh, fear, <laughs> gives the body extra energy to overcome sickness. And when you look at Shango, Shango uses uh, the, the thunder and lightning of his voice to bring down enemies. Um, the name of this microbe that they produced was used in Uganda as a biological weapon. It was also used in South Africa as a biological weapon by the clerk, and it's Ebola. This has already been an issue in Africa and already contained before. So why now in 2014 does a microbe that's already been controlled all of a sudden becomes a panic again? Well, that's because it was engineered. And the very name of the bacterium or this particular viral thing because it's also psychosomatic. When you say that something exists and you keep pushing that it exists and you put it in people's mind long enough, they actually believe that it exists and they will begin to give symptoms that it exists if you speak about it enough. And and being that I'm talking to my brother Red Pill, I know you do the magic on wordplay. What is the root word of Ebola? 
It's Ebo. 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 And right. where do the Ebo live? Ebo live in Nigeria. Nigeria, West Africa. Right. And that's and also Ebo is also short for another name that we love to give our daughters. Ebony. Yes. So you're talking so this is a, and, and, and keep the other one. And we have to get we have to attack ISIS. So listen to the wordplay and the languages mm. being that's going on. They have to attack that melanin gene because there is a frequency that's being emitted in the cosmos. And when the music lines up, when the right words, the right things line up and the right word goes out, you see a change in black people. Every time the music shifts in the atmosphere, black people shift in the atmosphere. They know this. They've, they've studied it in the 70s. They studied it in the 80s, and they studied it in the early 1900s with jazz. Yes. Wow. They did it all the time. So every time the music changes, they know that the frequency and the consciousness is going to change. Let me Can I share something with you? Uh, yes, sir. Right before you do, let me touch on this because last night, about one in the morning, um, I shared with you, brother Levi. Early in the day, I had turned on the news just because everybody that I was speaking to on the phone was telling me they was spooked out because they had seen TV. So I was just like, let me just see what's going on. And I turned the tube on, and I saw the propaganda. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I I kept the TV on while I was doing something. And later in the evening, uh, uh, a show came on. It was a paid broadcast. And it was Tom Joyner and a a beautiful young lady. And they were talking. They were selling 70s music. They were selling a set of music, right? You know, like how the specials come on, like Motown music. But this music was music that came from the 70s, and when I tell you I sat there for an hour and just listened to a plethora of just some of the most high vibrational music I've ever, ever heard, you know what I mean? And just to put it all in perspective, I, I thought some of these songs came from the 60s, but they was all from the 70s. And then I thought about what I've been telling you about in terms of the Harvard White Paper that they put together in the 70s, right, Harvard Think Tank put together the white paper on how to subvert and destroy black music. They prepared this white paper for Clyde Davis when he was at Columbia Records for him to inter- for him to intercept the Philly sound at that time because they said this Philly sound was pretty much responsible for giving revolution a soundtrack. So this revolutionary right. mindset that arose to a pinnacle in the 60s, now they had a soundtrack and everybody was following suit, you know. And this is the same energy that rolled into Jamaica and spark reggae, you know, that, uh, that Bob and them have pulled into. So the CIA implemented uh, this particular plan through Harvard, and then they got all the Harvard dudes involved, such as Chris Blackwell, and then they got Siega, who became the prime minister of Jamaica, so they had to crush the musical revolutionaries that were coming out of that particular place because they started making soundtracks revolution around the globe. So it was a, a two-pronged affair where they was like, yo, we got to get rid of it in the States. It's on the rise in reggae, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, 
somewhat made and it, 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 it reincarnated itself through hip hop. Mm-hmm. So when people saw, you know, what they were seeing with hip hop, and they would tell the story as if, you know, the CIA or FBI didn't have any precedents prior to that. Like it just came out of nowhere, and they weren't prepared for it. They just had to recalibrate themselves, and then they hit them with what they call it now, the hell of years, very hell of years. You know what I'm saying? The angel. Right. Uh, yeah, Irritated Genie was touching on this in his lecture. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I find that very interesting, uh, you know. Well, I, I want to. I, I just want to add one thing in, or it's not even, it's, how can I put it to you? Let me make something very clear that the Central Intelligence Agency has always, when they were OSS, has always monitored black music, has always been involved in black music, and there's never a time when they're not, and when they are not, it's because they're trying to get more understanding on what's going on with it. Um, one of their biggest feats, one of their biggest achievements was they were able to take instruments out of black men's hands. And by taking the instruments away and the science of learning how to play one, you don't learn temperament. And you don't learn feel, and you don't learn, um, or you don't develop, let me take that word back, not so much learn, but develop um, sensibility, being able to sense and being able to connect. Everything has been put on an artificial plate now. So the music still holds the power because of the voice, the energy, and the creativity behind it. But the factors of what's being used to make the sound is the synthetic template that they've, that they've managed to produce. And and doing so, being that the most powerful musicians on the planet, which is us, are playing with it, and we are the originators of sound, sound technologies anyway, what's happened is that you've created this very powerful sound, but its essential soul part of it is missing. The biggest, biggest thing they have to keep the artists away from is the drum. Mm-hmm. They have to keep the drum out of it. Here's why I bring up the drum, and I'm glad that you made a segue for it. The drum is the only art form that not only is the whole world involved in, but the mastery or the playing of it is so intense that anybody who look, who goes into learning how to play ancient drumming, ancient African drumming, has to go through a spiritual initiation within themselves to do it. This is why you hear about so many artists, European artists, whether they be visual artists or musicians. You hear about the suicides and you hear about all the crazy stuff that go on or, or the homicides. A lot of times they, they start tapping into stuff that they normally could not do. And the only reason why they were able to do is because they had access to African art sounding people. And, that's, and this is, they do experiment with these, uh, these sounds. The drum, however, has a genetic code to it. So when African people who are inclined to play it by genetics play it, no matter where they play, no matter who they play in front of, it has a spellbinding effect. And that's, some, that's something that they really are researching. They've been researching it since they met us. And it's been a sound and a feel that is hard to capture. Bob said it. That's why, you know, music is prophecy. Bob Marley made it very clear. Robert Nesta made it very clear. He said, some of them know it, but them can't do it. It's a feel. It's a, it's a feel. You, you, you can't learn this. It's a feel. So, and him saying that, in other words, if you was not spiritually inclined to be a part of this shit, then you ain't going to get it. 
And what's happening is that there's people who are semi-talented. They can rap a little bit. But when it comes to sound and moving people and crowds, everybody is not in the same caliber. So to mm-hmm. throw off the, the programming with MCs, artists, musicians, what we definitely got to do is we got to get them hands on them drums. It ain't battery operated. It ain't computer operated. It ain't a signal coming in from space. <laughs> it's not a circuit board produced by Panasonic or anybody else. It's you. It's God. Oh. Is the most high, is the goddess, you know? So this is the next revolution. It's the it's the it's the first revolution. The first revolution is the past revolution and it's safety. Because when your ass can't plug into an outlet, your ass is gonna bang on the desk like you was back in school. <laughs> Brother Levi, what yes, is the sir. impact of a hundred drummers coming through? You know what I'm talking about? Banging on beat, like just drumming on beat, war drumming. What kind of impact would that have on the on the on the on the, the dormant DNA inside of the young warriors' uh, bodies? Mm, interesting. I like to find out. Let's find out. Um, we actually we we going to actually get together and we were going to do a drum circle right here at Black and Nobel to to, to actually catch the feeling and the energy of that. Yeah. And the environment. Um, and in answering the question, the impact of a hundred drummers drumming, that shut you're gonna shut down a city block. You're gonna shut down a couple city blocks because buildings are gonna shake, windows are gonna rattle, the air mm-hmm. gonna change. Let me explain something t- uh, to the people about sound. Every word that comes out of your mouth, believe it or not, creates a frequency in the room. We think it's just a cuss word because we deem it a cuss word, but let me make it very clear: the word itself has an energy to it. Every word has an energy to it. And when you say it or you emit a sound into the environment, sound moves through that actual environment, the the actual electronic bond, the electron bonds of the atmosphere, and it changes the air around you. It's like when you somebody shoots a gun. Yeah. Right? It's not just the smell of the gun smoke that you smell in the air but it's the actual sound and the vibration that it was released into the air that changes the actual feeling and the air that you're breathing in. If people are angry around you, when you breathe around them, you can feel the anger and the air. If people are happy around you, you when you breathe in, you can feel it in the air. So imagine mm-hmm. now we're drumming, and drums depend on sound moving through the air, hitting against a cavity. That means you beating against the damn air around you. So therefore, you're now changing the actual, the actual structure of oxygen. So you're now you're changing the air people breathe. That's what causes us to dance. We don't know that. When sound moves through the air, it changes the bond of the the air, the energy around you. It changes the air around you. So you start to feel different. Sound mm. has that power. You, you take, you can tell the difference when sound has been played somewhere and people have been dancing. And when it was a good vibration, you can definitely tell. You know, the whole room feels different. So that's what's going to happen. The air around everybody is going to change. You don't even have to be 100 drummers. It can be five drummers sitting in a place or 10 drummers sitting somewhere. And if they really are proficient in knowing how to use their instruments, they can change the air around the people, around themselves. Hold on. Just because you yes, said sir. that? Just for your, this is shout out to Philly right here. Yes, sir. <laughs> what up, what up? Be the 
until yesterday. Uh, that's no silly. Right there. <laughs> it's all silly. It's all silly. Oh, no. one <laughs> Street bully. Yes. Give thanks, give thanks. Yes, Red you know, Bill, this is, this is good. Yes, yes give, thank you for that, brother. Salute, you know what I'm saying? Salute, you know, salute Beanie, salute uh, Meek, you know, salute all of the brothers and sisters, salute Gamble and Huff, like salute just that Philly sound. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Salute Jill Scott. You know, uh, you, it's, it's, it's beautiful that you are from, you know, that area and you're bringing this information, but you represent a sound, you know what I'm saying? You represent an evolution, a renaissance, because you spoke about earlier, you know, the revolution of music, and I was like, shit, well, what's, what's up with this renaissance? Because that's really, at the end of the day, like, we got the characters, they, they, right. you know what I'm saying? The, the, the chessboard is the, the, the chessboard is lined up. You know, we got our, we got our people on the board. So, when are we going to initiate this renaissance? Like you said, when are the scientists, such as yourself and others, dots and other everybody? When are we going to, in, in the professor grips, and you know, brothers and sisters who have this sound frequency, our uh, knowledge, we have to begin to teach the students. You know. We got to take over some of these studios. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to make sure that the brothers did a twist to the knobs. And, and, huh? What wasn't the Roots famous for having jam sessions in Philly with those live instruments? Of course, me and, Quest, me and Quest know each other. That's that. Yeah, we 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 frequent the same circles before. So you know, Indeed. we we suit each other as fellow drummers all the time when we see each other. Um, Philly is is the home of the drum revolution. For sure. Philadelphia is notorious for its drummers. Uh, Philly Joe Jones, through jazz, all the way up down to rap music and hip-hop now. We create rhythm in this city. Uh, yeah, Jalil Beats, one of big up, you know. Philly is known for its musicians and its artists. I think for us, right, it ain't even a thing is what I know, because we've done it already. Uh, big up to my group, the Urban Shamans, Philly Homegrown, you know, a uh, music group dedicated to uplifting the children and the people through sounds. Uh, I've been doing it for eight, eight, 18 years doing this with children and the people. So um, I think the first initial thing is that every, I'm going to put this out there to everybody, get yourself a drum. Get yourself an instrument. The instrument is the, the drum is the one instrument that can unite the whole household. The drum is the one instrument that doesn't have all the stigmas and all the negative the negative connotations connected to it, other than the ones that's been placed there culturally through white supremacy. But most African people, Native American people, indigenous people, people of Europe for that matter, everybody unites around that ancient drum, which is our African communication, uh, cosmic communication vehicle. So starting off getting yourself some natural instruments, that will change the frequency right there. That will open up doorways to people, places, and things that normally you would not have access to because you're now speaking in a spirit world. You, you are sitting with a piece of technology that an African played 25,000 years ago. Are you hearing me? And you have mm. it right now. And to take it up, on one level, 
we lost, or some we can't remember all of our ancient tongues going through this ma'afa, going through the psychic traumas. We still have them all. But the psychic trauma has caused a lot of mental rifts within us tapping in power. Music is one of those latent African, Native American powers we have. And what we have able, we actually made, we actually made English, we made English a beautiful tongue because nobody knew what the hell English was before us. English mm. became powerful because black people spoke it. I'm glad English you said became, that. Uh, the English language would not exist and would not have the power to have if black people were not speaking it. it isn't, it's not even a language, it's a tongue. So it's a mixture of tongues. So we now have to, we have to realize that it's in our tonality and our rhythms getting back to those original rhythms and tones without the in, the interference of outsiders where all the generations can meet will be the is the accomplishment of the music. Bob Marley said it himself in another one of his songs. Our music is bridging the generation gap. The old and the young at the time when soul music, when doo-wop soul, and later on when reggae finally blasted through, in the in the late sixties, early seventies, give thanks. The music brought the generations together. Hip hop brought the generations together when it first broke ground as a music art form. But now mm-hmm. they have subdivisions. That's why we're sitting around talking about this is hip hop and this is rap. Somebody ran off with the baby. Somebody ran off with the baby, so now you got one part of the hip hop, so called quote unquote rap generation that can't listen to what other children in that in that same music and art form listen to? It is a there's a division that's been created. The drum, right. the drummer, the ngoma has the power to walk into any 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 studio session if they are real percussionists and can change the vibration and bring both generations together. And when you have it inside the home, like Olatunji said in the fifties and the sixties, if you have it inside your home. You now you got something that mommy can play with, daddy can play with, and babies can play with. And they can they can do their own little songs together, do their own little rap songs together like we did as children. I remember doing that as a child, you know, playing music with my mother. You know, I played drums with my mom. It runs in my blood. So, and my, and my family was on Gamble and Huff back when it was just Gamble. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot when you, when you put that natural music back in the forefront. With all the artificial music, you got people inside. You got people in between you and what you want to do. We got to stop that shit. I'm sorry. There's no excuse for this no more. If we are the gods and goddesses of sound and the real muses of this planet, as Bobby Hemmett dropped years ago, then why in the hell are we asking for permission for what we want to say and do and make wealth with it? They don't know what the fuck it's about. They depend on us to create the trend. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, yes. And and I want to um speak about tone and vibration. You know, okay. and you mentioned sorcery earlier, and I want us to venture and, and take a, a journey into what other people <clears throat> that might not be so cognizant 
of what these particular things are, what they're experiencing nowadays. Mm-hmm. And some of our children are somewhat defenseless because the people that are coming for them are coming with particular tonalities and rhythmic patterns that seem to be hypnotizing the people, case in point. There's this artist out there named Young Thug. Now, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this particular individual because of um, some of the things that he said in public and his uh, choice of attire, what have you, even though I do want to put on record that, um, you know, Ray 3000 wore a dress. CeeLo Green wore a dress. Big Dip wore a dress. They was all from Atlanta, okay? The young thug was not the first one to put a dress on. I just want to put that on the record. But these particular artists who people oh. say dudes ain't got no talent, in particular, you know, southern-based artists, you know, coming from the root of, let's say, uh, a trend that was started by Gucci Man, and that's playing with the melody, right? Syncopating his rhythmic patterns to a particular melody and making a song infectious, where if you have, uh, you know, um, individual discretion, you're like, I don't even like that dude. But their songs keep playing in your head. You know what I'm saying? Almost like a jingle. Certain people can't even find themselves in it. And All modern music radio is a jingle. It is. That's why it doesn't last longer than 30, was it, 40, 45 seconds, 60 seconds. Most songs don't go past a certain amount of time. See, this is what they did in the music industry. I'm so glad that you brought this up about the melody and the rhythms. Um, melody and rhythm has always gone together. Baseline and rhythm always gone together. What they did was they got more sophisticated with the freedom to play around with the sounds because for a while every people have gotten locked into patterns. So now what they did with the patterns was they said, well, how can we get the music to, to sell more, be more exciting and playful? They said, well, let's make it more jingle. Let's make the music more jingle-based. You can go back to the late 90s with uh, the Ice Cream Man. Okay, the music was based upon jingles because these are sounds that are locked in people's memories already. So if you take a sound that people like, right, that's already in their memory, and then lay a rhythm track with it or lay a rhythm track direct that's, that's strong, that is linked into the actual melody, you have a sound that can be remembered very easily and enjoyable. And that's the same thing with marketing. To pair the right sounds together, pair the right rhythms together, and the right voices, and you appear and you appeal to the exact persons and groups you want to. This this is deeply a part of it. And it's the same thing they did with books and reading. You know, is a part in the um, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. You have to keep their reading level at a sixth grade level. Same thing with the music. You've got to make the music now more infantile. The music is not allowed to make them think or move in such a way that's going to cause them to be fired up and focused on anything. It has to stay childish, which is a good thing in a sense of joy and happiness, but a bad thing when it's a distraction away from the fact that you're being attacked on the planet. This is the first generation that hasn't really got serious. I mean, really serious to the point where their music will be banned from radio. If you notice, everybody's 
twist down is to either become a, a YouTube star, radio star, VA star. None of it's about the art and communicating what's going on. Marvin Gaye got blasted and, black, and blackballed by the CIA for the most powerful album in recording history. And that's what's going on. An ecology album. Barry, uh, was that, uh, Barry's Barry Gordy? Barry Gordy did not want to put that album out. In fact, uh, Marvin Gaye was behind the whole recording and comp- composing of that album. Uh, Barry Gordy was approached by the FBI and the CIA about the album, and it was for a moment, or for a great moment, they would not play the song on the air. Here's what happened, and I'm, I'm doing some comparisons about the rhythms, melodies, tones, and time. The conditions of the country and the world got so bad that when people did get whiff of the song and finally did hear it somewhere, the phones went off the hook for to play what's going on, and what's going on became the sound, like you said before, the soundtrack to what was happening at the time. Yes. But it, but peep the move with it. It wasn't the record companies that made the decision. Because they told, they said to Marvin, yo, I'm not going to put this album out. It's on record. You can go look up Marvin Gaye, the history of Marvin Gaye. It's on video. I'm very actually familiar with that. Eric Gordy saying he wouldn't put it out, and it was the best album. So in relation to these, this experimentation, we got to go beyond that. We got to start making music from the spirit again. As an artist who has played on the street and has played with some of the most famous people in the world, I can name some of them for you. I've opened up for Fela Kuti's son, Seyun Kuti, Egypt 80, uh, one of the most revolutionary bands in the world. In fact, Jay-Z did a play about the band and Fela, Fela and, of course, his band. Well, I actually met the original band on stage and opened up for him. And his, uh, I met Fela's son. Uh, Anthony B. is another artist that I opened up for. Um, the music... If it's played from the spirit and the soul, there is nothing to stop it. It is and it is unstoppable. People who you would never think were listening are listening. You hear where I'm coming from? I'm talking about from every walk of life. In fact, you got more people riding for some of the stuff that we're coming out with in the conscious, what they call the so-called conscious underground, that you that is unbelievable or is believable according to who you are. So. The drum could take it back to the drum. The drum is unbrittle. I have I've been stopped in the street. I've been harassed by police officers about music in the street. I've been on front page of the newspaper about drums in the street. I've matter of fact, the mayor of this city has come past and dropped money in my bag in this city. I've been asked to play in different cities by mayors while being harassed in Philadelphia. So the drum is unbrittle. There's no control in it. Once it's released in the atmosphere, the children love it. The people love it. That's why they had to phase it out. So all we got to do is bring it back. We just got to do us. We ain't got to worry about what the young people going to listen to. I taught children drumming for seven years already. And, like, for instance, we all wonder about little Justin Bieber running around with the djembe. See, we must have forgot that about Mr. Mr. Uh, I guess, Mr. What, what is his Mr. Speed Taker, Mr. Mr. Pill Popper, the white boy. But that little white boy became a star, but they don't remember. We don't focus on the fact that that little young, that little cat was taking djembe lessons, okay? And I've had the chance to teach djembe lessons 
two children of all walks of life, most of them that study African music and ancient music become the best musicians in the world. All of them. Rick Rubin studies African music. That's why Rick Rubin became the number one, one of the number one people to produce music in Def Jam, along with the, the brothers who made the bulk of the music. But they study our music. We're too busy running away from the natural, trying to get more synthetic. And this is not the time for that. It's the synthetic stuff that has made us sick. You yes, feel where I'm coming from? On, um, yeah, I was looking at the documentary for um, Songs in the Keys of Life, you know, when Stevie was putting together that album and the apprehension that uh, Barry Gordy was having during that particular moment. And, of course, he was mentioning the fact that, you know, he had had previous issues with Marvin Gaye, and now Stevie wanted to take this approach towards making the canopies of sounds that were inspired by what Marvin Gaye did. So he was putting together this uh, this album for a span of about two years. And in this documentary, I was able to see our brother Stevie on them drums. And I was like, whoa! Like, yeah. how far is he catching that rhythm? And he's quote-unquote blind, and he was tearing some drums up. But yes, he sir. also, yeah, he also, you know, mentioned that uh, his album was the first album to experience with the canopy of synthetic sound. You know, they had brought in the Yamaha, they had this new machine, and they gave it to him, and he was able to modulate all of these synthetic sounds with it and do things that have never been done on record prior mm-hmm. to that. And he somewhat set a precedent, you know what I mean, and opened up uh, a can. Yeah, brother Red Pill. I just wanted to let you know that the phone is about to die on us, so I didn't. I don't. If, if, if this thing, if it stops, you know, we'll we'll, we'll pick back up. But I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Okay. So um, the synthetic sounds. Yeah, that's that's definitely Herbie Hancock. All of them. Um, the first person to use a synthesizer in natural music that was popular was Sun Ra. And and Sun Ra created the the first avant-garde jazz band. That's when you got your Earth, Wind, and Fires with their Egyptian theme. That's when you got your uh, John Coltrane and Alice Coltrane with the ancient Egyptian, Asiatic, or Afro-Asiatic themes in their music right here in Philadelphia, Olatunji, Mongo Santa Maria, and, and also Herbie Hancock. All of these people uh, were part of a musical revolution, and it's coming back around again. Um Here's something that we forget, and I'm so glad you brought up modulation of sound, that this is, the, this is a generation that has barely heard real instruments. So what do real instruments sound like? See my point? That's the revolution, to go back to what was there before because they haven't even heard real sound. Eighty percent of the sounds that children and people hear today were by, 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 by way of music it's all digital and all electronic. They haven't heard real sound. Real sound only exists in nature. Everything else is a facsimile. So that real sound actually has an effect on your nervous system. And when we put the modulations to it, that will create an, that creates now a new experience. 
And that's that's the key. That's why Jimi Hendrix blew the, blew the whole music world down because there was no wah wah pedal <laughs> at one point with the music. Jimi Hendrix did not wah wah pedal. Jimi Hendrix had a regular guitar and then used the effects of feedback to create atmospheres around the people. So natural ingenuity. That's what we. It, there's no way around it. Natural ingenuity with them drums strikes a nerve. Natural ingenuity with sound, with natural any natural sound creates something new. And I think, brother, we're on the right path. We bring the new modulation effects to it to create the atmosphere in the dance halls with with the ancient rhythms and create and create that that space where everybody can get into it. The, we have done it. We have achieved it. There is no more unconscious conscious. Uh, beef. There's no such thing as that. Music is way beyond that. Music is dealing with subconscious. Power. We play the right rhythms and we get those. We, we get these harmonics together, brother. Open up worlds. I remember I was playing in a club, and the new revolution was uh, electronic voodoo funk music. This is what they were making, and it was it was done more than drum and bass and techno mixed with African rhythm drops. We brought the real drums into the club. The club went crazy. They didn't even know when the DJ stopped. We were still going. They forgot that they forgot the DJ had stopped. They didn't even know that the DJ stopped. They were still dancing. <laughs> so, yeah, we got some experiment to do. Well, you know, I don't want to talk too soon, but we are working on a venue out here in New York. I mean, and that would be the perfect introduction experience with the crowd that would be formulated there because we can really work with this thing. But let me ask you this, with your experiences um, dealing with sound and what have you, and us, like you said, some of us have only been um, indoctrinated into one particular sound. We only know the 808. Okay? Right. Can you give us a brief history of the 808 can you speak about the relationship between hip-hop and the drum or rap and the drum, for that matter? Has it ever deviated? Have we ever heard anything in one pattern in hip-hop? Yes. In fact, hip-hop hip hop didn't really start with the 808, um, but since the 808 is the longest-standing drum that, drum that was used in hip-hop, the 808 specified, and it started out actually with disco, and the first drum machine was a little teeny tiny miniature metronome hammer hitting a piece of a microphone material called piezoelectric speaker. Um, it's a piezoelectric speaker material. The hammer would keep hitting that material, and it would make a deep bass thump. And that deep bass thump became the foundation of electronic music as far as rhythm was concerned. And disco actually brought that about. Um, disco was the first music that they used drum machines in. And that's how it, it got its way into the rap music field because the early albums that we would rap over or we would chant over, some of them utilized disco breakbeats. So it had that it had that funk hit to it using the electro drum system. Um, the bass thump is the basis of all music. Is the ba- is the heartbeat. And that bass thump is the basis of all African indigenous music, whether it be electronic or not. And that's what the manufacturers of the music came to find out with playing with disco was that black people's music is very heavy in bass 
bass drum and bass tone. So whatever we invented to replicate that sound electronically had to give that same effect to the audience. That's why the 808 is so powerful because it still gave you the effect of a a deep bass drone being played with a very clear crisp snare sound, which is reminiscent of marching bands and is reminiscent of um you know jazz early jazz bands were mainly reminiscent of marching bands um reminiscing of uh drill drumming that sound africa bambata um and used that sound in the production of early hip hop because that was what that was one of the major sounds of the streets was those tonalities um now really? we go back before the yeah. say again um, if we go, that's why that's why his name is Africa Bambata. The word bata is a Yoruba word for drum, um, and the Bambata because that's the, that's the head, the father Bam. And I I want to add on that he was the he's the creator of bass music in Miami. I was down there with Luke. I was down there with Pitbull and all of them in 2003. They told me that I didn't even know. They said that his his um, two minutes looking for the beat. Um, it was from that song. Yeah, Search for the Perfect Beat was from that song that they siphoned off what you know now as bass music. Then he's being credited for the electronic dance music. He's being accredited for being the father of that. Yeah, techno. Techno. He's the father of that. And when you look at the top DJs, White Blue, or the top top ten uh, earners, that are uh, DJs, eight out of ten are all out of that EDM field. I'm talking about, I think dude cleared about 20 million in one year. Yeah. Uh, Calvin no, or something. He made, Chris Summers made $66 million last year in EDM DJing. It's coming out of uh-huh. Germany. Germany was one of the major people in, in response to creating artificial sound technology. And yes. that is connected to a lot of the old German experiments on the effect of sound on human beings. Yes, indeed. And that's that comes out of that um, paperclip. Yeah, right. right. Even when, when Roosevelt, to the, when he switched it to the 440, when he switched the uh, 440, he had got that from, um, and which German was that? It was I a can't Nazi. remember. It's, 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 it's one of the... One of, yeah, one of one of the Nazis that were using it as an experiment, um, that's where he derived it from and he mm-hmm. was able to switch it up into the into the Hertz. You know, let me share yeah, with you. Yeah, it was done even further back than that. Uh concert halls in, in, in Germany took all the uh, harpsichords and pianos and turned up the frequency so they can hear in a concert hall. Uh, the music is way out of its original tonality. And that's why it's it's hard to tap in certain musicians are trying to tap into sounds and can't tap into them. John Coltrane was one of them. He actually, there's a book called The 13th Note, and John Coltrane was one of the only artists who actually attempted and played the 13th note. That's the basis of the song Love Supreme. And I had a chance to actually walk in the place in the parks. And, and you know, I'm from John Coltrane's neighborhood, North Philadelphia. So I had a chance mm. to really walk in the environment that he lived in and played in as a musician, as an artist. And there's certain places in Philadelphia that resonate certain tones, certain certain feelings. Um, so Love Supreme was was a manifestation out of a very deep spiritual environment. 
and um, the the tonalities, the sounds that we're using, they're um, they've been shifted up to the cellular level. And music has always been on the cellular level, but now they're changing. Since the music frequency went up, then that means human bio, biochemistry changes with sound. As, as the frequencies that you live off go up, so do your behavior. So does your, your sensibility goes up. So that means your cell activity has also changed with it. Um, the, pro, the reason why it was going on is because we were ready, trying to lift the frequency band. Everyone knew that when you shifted that sound frequency, you shifted all matter and creation. <coughs> that was found by Hans Jenny in the science of cymatics out of Germany. So in cymatics is a science that was practiced by our Nubian ancestors in the lifting of stones. Um, in Asia, by our Tibetan ancestors. And when you go down into South Africa, the stones will move with sound. You go into England, you come to the Americas, the sounds will move, uh, the sounds will move in the stones. So in Germany, they were tapping into that sound. That's why some of the earliest experiments with sound were happening there. Um, and we're like, actually, we're the founders of a lot of the experimentation because though they experimented with the sound, they didn't make it, they didn't make it creative and they didn't make it plausible. It didn't sound mm -hmm. like anything. It was all experimentation. And cool experimentation leads to creativity, but it wasn't something that you wanted to listen to when you went out on, on Friday night. It wasn't like something that you would play every day. You know, it was some very exotic music coming out in the late 60s and 70s. Yeah. So they, what, what we as a people did with the new electronic sounds, was we gave it actual body. We breathe, like we breathe life into anything we do. That's what we so do. So we breathe life, we breathe life into the electronic music, and now that spirit that we breathed into it is, has taken form. The problem with us with this music it is not the sound, it is the consciousness or the subconscious command over it. The mm. spirit move every time we open our mouth, part of our spirit is moving out into the atmosphere. If you think that you don't have control over the music, if you don't think you can be famous through your sound, if you think that your popularity and power and energy and the sound you make is dependent on companies and people accepting you and putting you on then your music is going to have that type of spirit in it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be out for a couple months, and it'll be gone tomorrow. Hmm. You know? Everybody ain't going to be Rakim. You know? Everybody ain't going to be a KRS-One or, or a, a Red Pill. You know what I'm saying? They ain't going to be mad. Hey. You know? Mm -hmm. And that that comes with self-assurance. So the music could change when, the, when when black people start to realize that they are in control of the emanations and that they don't have to cater to anybody to make something sound a certain way so that the audience would like it. That's not the care about that. The audience wants you to bring them some shit that sound good and going to make them feel good. They ain't trying to, they don't give a damn about what you say. They really listening to how you say, because how you say actually means more than what you said. You know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's more attractive. That's more, that's more holding. Yeah, it's in the beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the rhythm structure, it's the tonality. So, down is really about the word because the word brought forth creation. At the tip of the tongue lives life and death. Artists have to comprehend that when they say something, you're calling it. We have watched two artists already die because we're dealing with calling death. Yeah, and, they summoned it. Yeah, and, and the artists have been, they've been pushing, and the artists that push the idea of murder and death the most most airplay because their music is pushing the agenda of population control. 
Tupac, you know, we, we praise Tupac, and, we, and I definitely have a lot of respect for Tupac, being that we come out of the same movement, and we have some of the same background, the same elders, um, some of the same families, some of the same relations, and I mean very, very close. Um, Tupac is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. If you look at the early footage of Tupac, Tupac straight up said that hip-hop music's purpose was to help uplift the community. By the time they were finished with imprisoning Tupac, influencing him uh, through various methods of, of intoxication and money, Tupac's whole attitude changed about himself and the music. And every time, he, if you listen to his albums, they flip back and forth between calling out for salvation and killing. And him and, him and Biggie Smalls both spoke about their deaths and their music. And both of their albums showed them both dying. That is the science of projection. That's the science of projection. That's the science of energy, projection, and vibration. The music is pushing murder because they got to get these young people to kill themselves off. And when you get them to say something constructive, then they're going to start doing work that's constructive. Mm-hmm. And this is the time when they have to depopulate. So we got to get away from the idea that someone controls what we do and that we got to answer to them. We created this damn music. You feel me? We created this energy. We are creating this environment. The world is following young black men and women. Yes, yes. And when and I say young black I always, women, that means the young black men and women of Asia, the, the Philippines, Africa, the continent, South America, America, North, South, all over the world. Yes, we have to realize we're in control. That's the problem here. All mm-hmm. the emanations are based up. The reason why we're so sick and we're dying off is self-belief. One thing I learned about being a drummer and a musician is that whatever you're thinking about while you're playing music, the people are going to know it, and they're going to feel it. They might still dance, they might bop their head, but people who know what you're throwing down and know how you throw down, they will be able to pick up that something's not right in your sound. And and mm. so that's I say that in connection to realizing that we as the artists, are cre- we are creating the world. Yeah. a planet by our speech. These are the highest levels of weapons, weaponry. To be able to influence people is the highest weapon on the planet. The highest weapon. So we can't, at this yeah. point, this is a, like in the Quran when it says nobody's to blame anymore. You just got to really grab his power. Indeed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, hey, brothers, I definitely want to come up to New York and build with y'all. I want to be able to add on. I know I can get long-winded, but you got to grab me. I want Not to at play all, play brother. Music and like add I, on to the cypher. Like we were saying earlier before the show started, um, you know, and I, I don't really don't, I don't have a problem with repeating it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes people say, oh, don't speak out your ideas until they're, you know, until they're solidified. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I also feel that to solidify ideas, sometimes we have to speak it into existence. That's right. So we have been getting a lot of requests from our sisters, mostly, mm-hmm. but our brothers as well, that they yearn to, you know, be a part of a social, like a networking event. They want to come together and you know, but they just don't want to come together the way that we all used to come together in the clubs and whatnot to bump and grind, you know, in dark environments. 
and get intoxicated and whatnot. And we spoke about that on the show uh, before, about that being, um, you know, very similar to uh, rituals, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the club is the altar or the club, you know, the the, the club is basically um, almost similar to what you would find in, like, a, a, a ceremony, a, a, a ritual, a, a magical ceremony and whatnot. You have your drums. You have your sacraments, you have your spirits through the liquor, you know what I mean? You have your sexual energy and attraction, you know what I'm saying, but between the different sexes and whatnot. You got strobe um, life. Huh? You got your strobe life, and you also have your blood sacrifice because, you know, niggas get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and, blood, and blood is shed at, Huh? Is the intoxication and see the music is already vibrating a certain spirit because what's been spoken over the sound is actually energies, energies and emotions, spirits have been spoken over the sound, and then the alcohol and the air becomes actually hot, and then the yeah. dancing starts or the movement starts, so the sound has enough energy to drive on the emotions of the people already. So what happens is you get a you get a you get a, a episode, and in that episode but you now get you have everything. To well, not only that, like you were talking about projection, you get uh, emanation of certain spirits and frequencies that, you know, are born in the in the club. They're born in the uh, in the club atmosphere, and they 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 um basically leave with their practitioners, or they're born into this world. So, all of, let's just listen to all of the songs, you know, what I'm saying that are being played from the Biggie era, the, the era that you talked about which was the Tupac Biggie era when people begin to frequent the clubs, you know what I mean? Uh, that was the, that was like the, the, the new revolution of clubbing. You feel what I'm saying? Because prior to that, you had uh, a lot of people still going out, but it wasn't the ceremonial aspect that took place prior after that. You know what I mean? Like I remember the clubs before that, it was just like, you know, it was real grimy. Dudes with hoodies on, staring at each other. You can get beat up and robbed and whatnot. You know, the the, the sisters that were there, there was like it was sword fights because there wasn't a lot of sisters frequenting the clubs like that. That wasn't just it wasn't nouveau. During the bad boy era, um, everything changed. So, you know, money. You know what I mean? The 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 get money. The the we we rich and all of that stuff. That stuff began to materialize. You know what I mean? I, I've actually I saw the world. I saw the world around me terraform as a result of that introduction of certain kind of music, but also with that kind of message and those mantras was also, you know, f bitches get money. We don't love these hoes. You know what I mean? Um, kill this nigga. You know, all of that other stuff came in. You know, and the rituals were taking place inside of these clubs. And when we were out in Flatbush, bodies were dropping. Reli- yeah, religiously. The, yeah, religiously. Now, now, the move. Listen to the music that's really being pumped the most. Even the tones or the sounds they use in the music is dark, based on old dark movie soundtracks. The now, new, I'm gonna put now, it like yeah, up, the the new a, um that whole southern sound, the Jeezy, the post Jeezy sound. Everything is those, those dark organs. Yeah. Organs. It's the church organs. The dark, like. It's almost, you know, all that Gucci man, like that whole sound is like dark, evil, you know, demonic type of dark. They call it dark fits. You know, and you flow over that and whatnot. 
So yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's definitely going on. So now to get proactive, because I know we, we time is of the essence, and we gotta, we all gotta make our moves. Oh, we gotta. Yeah, this phone about to do uh, transition. So what I want to do, I want to say thank you uh, from Black and Nobel. Indeed. Uh, well, I, you know, yeah, we, we have to get onto another phone. We have to get to uh, get on another line. Uh, so we yeah, can call back then. Yeah, if you could yeah. transfer to another phone, feel free, because we do have callers. I want to give them the pleasure of uh, yeah. sharing some knowledge with you before we, uh, you know, end the transition. But before I, I wanted to finish that one thought that we were having about yeah. the um, the uh, social and, and mixers that we plan on having, we want to introduce it to the Philadelphia audience as well. You know, um, we want to come together you know, like you said, we want to have an environment that's very heavy in aromatherapy, vapor therapy. We want to offer, you know, um, raw food and things of that nature. We want to have drummers. We want to bring out comedians because we want our people to laugh. But we really, everything is going to be done for the purpose of positive, healthy networking, raising our vibrations, realignment. So we're going to need our scientists. We're going to need brothers like you to come sit down with us and, and work with us so we can, you know, it's going to be an experiment, you know. Oh, definitely. You may even so, take it as far as taking aura pictures of people when they come in and then doing some before and after to see how we change the vibrations. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Because we need this. You know what I mean? Really definitely. And not only that, but I, I want to talk with you directly. Um, after this, I know we can link up because I, I know it's getting late and I got to get some energy. I got to get some rest myself. And okay. um, and this and you know this is this is beautiful, man. This is what I was waiting for. I'm I'm truly honored. Um, we have to get together, all of us, and we'll sit down and we're gonna actually have a a actual drum ritual with each other first. We're gonna actually play together and go out into the environment, go out into the different atmospheres, uh, utilize different rooms, study a feng shui, colors, sounds, days, times, and hours. And we're going to actually put some things together to do some, some real good healing work. Um, I've done this type of work before, and one thing about Philadelphia, Philadelphia, we're doing it already. We've been doing it for years, and a lot of us are very deep together on these drums. And when the drum call comes down, we get together, and we bring it, and we have a good, and, and we network, and we create from it. That's how my band got together. That's how I know half of the people I know in Philadelphia, my fam, is through the music. So... The drum, and we are the champions of drums, of, of playing instruments. That's what we do. So, brother, you got my you got my service at at at, at your um, request, and I got some some material definitely to share with you um, on Indeed, all brother. levels, light frequency and sound frequency. Indeed, we look forward to it, brother. And um, I want I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate everybody at Black and Gold. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate everybody that's tuning in, and definitely big up to both everybody that has anything to do with what's going on. Thank you. That's all we can say, because just five years ago, we didn't have this kind of audience. So if we all come together on that one accord, like Brother Levi said, we can move the mountains and change the world. And I think that's being done. So everybody just big up yourself, you know. Yes. Big up to the brother Red Pill, brother Blue Pill, the whole family. Yo, thank you. 
and let's get together and make this thing happen, family. Indeed, Lord. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, keep doing what y'all do. You know what I mean? And uh, we will definitely be linking up very soon. All right? Yes, sir. Peace to the audience of the family out there. Step in one love. Brother Levi. One love. Peace, hello? So we're going to take some calls, bro. Huh? I said I thought we were going to take some calls. Yeah, his brother had to go. Okay, we're going to get to these callers, okay? Indeed. All right. All right, so let's go to the first caller for the night, the zero. Caller from the 410595. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, Lord. This is uh, Rock Cool, the Cosmo Physician. Peace. What's going on, baby? Bro, fam. Peace, Rock. Ha! It's unfortunate Peace. that the brother got off Peace. the phone, man. I wanted to probe um, his uh, his personal archive for some information with regards to these uh, planetary vibrations and correspondences that, uh, that all correspond to parts of the body and heal. Uh, da. Uh, Ra Unife Men got into it a little bit in uh, Volume Two of the Metu Netter. Right, you know yeah. that's a uh, yeah, that's an area of interest, man. I've been waiting since the outset of the show to get you know to get a response from the brother with some interaction. So hopefully, uh, sometime in the future, you'll be bringing him back on to get a, a bit more uh, detail with regard to the summary that he gave us, y'all. And believe me, uh, as one of y'all pointed out, that was a very brief uh, briefing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it is a process that they just discovered within the last 10 years in terms of uh, raising the uh, frequency of sound, the uh, by octave, and they found their visible light is the exact same energy as sound to the 40th octave, okay? Well, yeah. the hell is increased, but it's, it's, uh, it's still real serious. And there's certain frequency, sound frequency, when raised to a specific octave, will manifest a specific color. Therefore, uh, uh, musical notes correspond to specific colors, like the C note corresponding to the color red, which corresponds to the uh, sign of Aries, which corresponds to the get up and go within you, which is why they uh, 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 blow the C note on the bugle on the uh, on the battlefield, you know, because mm. it, it's an activating vibration. You know, and it goes all the way around. The E flat, E flat is the note that Hollywood uses to invoke tears. So I thought that the brother was gonna get into some stuff like that. I was ready for some conversion, you know, based on that dialogue right there. <laughs> now, uh, needless to say, I am a, a severely disappointed that he had to run. You know, no doubt. He really, uh, yeah, he really he, has power. man, so. We could sit at the table. We could sit at the council and chop it up. Man, I am not far from Philadelphia, Lord. I'm in, I'm right outside of Baltimore, Maryland, so it ain't nothing to me to get to Philadelphia. 
Yeah, no more. We're going to put that together because the, the knowledge that you have that you just shared, that clip right there, you know what I mean, combined with what this brother's teaching is definitely a demonstration that the uh, the global family will be able to benefit off at this time at this point. Oh, indeed, man. I mean, even though the message is an ancient one, it needs refreshing quite frequently, man. You know, um, yeah, I can't. You know, I, I can't even get into enough the importance of creating an environment for yourself, you know. Uh, the Majus or the Magi of, of ancient Egypt and, and India and other lands that are now covered by water, you know, came to that understanding that they, they, they can create the environment of that planetary energy or any specific energy, okay? We, we don't even have to keep it cosmophysic, right? So, or specific energy based on the generation of specific sound and color. And I learned this firsthand, okay? Anybody who's gotten a reading from me that it has experienced a Mars or a Jupiter saw the colors that come with that planetary Earth. occurrence. Okay, Earth. okay. So the fact that you know that during an actual natural motion of Mars that you're going to see a lot of color, red color in your environment, everything burgundy from burgundy to pink, everything in between, every shade of red. So if you want to evoke that energy without it having, uh, uh, without it occurring on its natural manifestation, you can bring the elements that that energy is indicative of together to create that temperament. And that's what he was getting at, and I wanted to build with him on that. Because <laughs> I'm trying to expand my mental database with regards to that, you know? No doubt. Yeah, indeed. You know, It's not just sound, color, sound, and, and odor. He talked about the aromatherapy because, you know, when you take into consideration the nature of reality, Okay, and you understand that everything is a vibration from the sounds you hear, from the foods that you taste, to the uh, uh, materials that we work with, wear, and use to make appliances and tools. Okay, the, the, that vibratory frequency, right? The being in tune with it is what allows us to be able to use it. You know, being you know, and, and like um, I was just reading the other day how the. Uh, the most respected and exalted position in society when civilization first began were the metallurgists, the blacksmiths. And yeah. there was an attachment to, uh, uh, there's a mythical, mystical, uh, 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 spiritual attachment to man's ability to take the raw resources of the earth and to fashion them into a desired shape. That is was considered by the ancients uh, a, a divine power, okay, where today we just call alchemy. it manufacturing. Right, that's okay. alchemy. Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. I mean, they have taken what we did with music, the celestial sciences and all that, and, and we made a culture and a way of life with it, okay? They have taken it and demonized it. You know what I'm saying? People are, 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 are referencing metaphysics as a subject like, uh, how could you say, like geography or English, as opposed to 
uh, a topic or a field of information that covers everything in life. You know, they're trying to make it, they're trying to uh, uh, section it or sector it. You know, oh, I can't even think of, think of the word, man. You have two types of information. Secularize it. That's the word I'm looking for. You know, they're trying to secular. Yeah, they're trying to secularize it when, in all actuality, whole governments was based on the hierarchy of of, of the motions of the planets and everything that occurs in your very sight, man. And I don't remember the name of this old Arab uh, uh, or Moorish astrologer. He was like, uh, eventually, you know... Becoming so familiar, and I'm just paraphrasing, becoming so familiar with the rhythms of the planets uh, as they occur in the sky. You don't have to look in the sky to see them. You see them in the earth. You hear them in the, in, in, in the blowing of the winds and things of this nature. And he made a real serious point that I wanted him to elaborate on. He said where nature produces natural sounds and uh, everything else is a facsimile. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and when, yeah, he, when he, yeah, the brother had said something to that effect earlier, you know, when he said, that, yeah, that's what I wanted him to get into because, um, like for example, when the vibration is vibration. I mean, I'm not saying this to argue with the brother. I just, but I need to throw in a contrasting perspective in order to maximize and draw out of the discussion all that can possibly that I can possibly glean from it, you know. The uh the the fact that, you know, when you first heard Eric B and Rock Kim, Eric B is president, man, you 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 walked off the floor without your neck being exercised and you're not a human being. Okay. <laughs> you you understand what I'm saying? So is the vibration to me, vibration is vibration. See, but he is a musician, so and naturally he's gonna try to preserve the science and art of music in, in the fashion that he exercises. I'm not a musician, okay? So therefore I'm not gonna have the same perspective as him. But I do notice that that eight oh eight drum gets the foot to tapping involuntarily, no matter who you are. And whether that whether that 808 is it, it, it comes from an actual kettle drum, or whether it's the actual 808 that comes out of an electronic uh, 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 synthesized box, it's still it's still the hertz, A-T-R-T-Z, the 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 megahertz, the the frequency. It still exists. It still moves the body. It still moves the spirit. You know. So I well, wanted them to get right. into, huh? It still moves the crowd. Yeah, exactly. It still moves. It still alters the temperament. So, um, you know, I wanted them to elaborate on that in terms of uh, uh, focusing on the quality. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there would have to be a quality issue there then. If, <laughs> you know, the, the 808 gets 20,000 people to jump in and flicking their lighters in the air, acting a damn fool, then uh, uh, uh you know, a kettle drum would do the same thing when you're using an actual kettle drum as opposed to the mechanically synthesized sound, then you must be talking about the quality of that sound because the the synthesized sound still accomplishes what they're trying to do with it. It mm-hmm. still allows you to uh uh to move to, to, to put yourself in the mood and the environment and all that, you know. But I do understand and and concur with the idea of preserving the natural music. You know, in ancient 
uh, um, in the ancient mysteries, you had to study music. It was a mandatory subject in order to understand the rhythm of the universe. It wasn't an elector. It wasn't an electoral class. You know, you had to study music in order to understand your 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 existence. Yeah. And you were considered very lacking in consciousness if you didn't understand the science of, of sound as opposed to just being able to play music, you know? Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, we got to talk that up to Red. He let him slip away. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, but the brother, I could tell earlier when the brother said, my phone about to die, he was making reservations to get out of here. <laughs> You know, it's evidently had something he had to do. But, you know, um, I would like to see him come back so, so you know, I could poke some holes that uh, uh, that we could look through that he otherwise wouldn't have made, you know, in his presentation. Yeah, it's funny you made that point, you know, because now in my mind I see live instrumentation really works on a more intimate crowd, whereas because I'm trying to picture in my mind a crowd of like say fifty thousand, you know. I'm 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 in my mind looking at the uh, on the run tour when it was in Paris, seventy five thousand people. You know, would live instruments have gravitated and grabbed the people the same way? And if so, you know, what different type of reaction would it have been as opposed to? You know, uh, the synthesized sound it, it seems to work as well. Yeah, just call me back later on, like after twelve. All right, peace. Yeah, I missed that last part, bro. Pardon me. Hello. Yeah, blue, you there? Oh, okay. I thought we got disconnected, man. Let me see if his line dropped, perhaps. Uh, yeah, that would have been a hell of a question to ask him. Like, you know, would uh, does it have a wider range? What's up with the quality? Because I, I see it still working. I remember my first time, you know, hearing uh, a real hardcore hip-hop beat that resonated with me, okay? That was right. Eric B. as president, that specific cut. Now, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I wasn't moved by other cuts before that, but I have not been moved since. Like that one has, you understand what I'm saying? So I understand yeah. uh, uh, how percussion, and, you know, I grew up in Washington, D.C., man, come around go-go music, whereas when I first was exposed to it, uh, you know, I didn't have any appreciation for it. But after being yeah. at a go-go, at the, at, at an actual so-called uh, concert, yeah. okay, in, in Washington, D.C., all them drums playing, man, you can't help but move yeah. in the crowd, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think- you have to be numb. Was it Red Essence? They the ones that did it to you? No, um, actually, it was EU that did it to me. Uh, Experience Unlimited mm-hmm. with EU Freeze back in 1981. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 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 Essence, they moved me to, you know, with that one-on-one. All those, anything with, with a lot of bass drum and timbales is going to move you, man. You know, this is the reason why mm-hmm. we use the drum. You know, there's a, a scientist out there now, please don't ask for his name because I don't remember, who's theorizing that the Ark of the Covenant was a great drum. Mm. You dig that it started off from an African tradition that, uh, uh, that goes on to this day where they bring this drum before them uh, with, 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 with bearers, 
to carry this gigantic drum and they beat this drum in the yes. battle to strike fear and terror in the hearts of the enemies. Okay. Right. Yes. When you look at the imagery of the walls of Jericho being dropped, the ark was on the field. It was covered. They were actually blowing the trumpets, you know what I'm saying, or um, whatever those horns are called, but they had the ark on the battlefield covered, you know. So I don't know whether it was resonating that sound and amplifying the, those on the trumpet sounds to knock down the walls or what have you. And, of course, you know, we are speaking about the story. But nonetheless, you know, uh, I don't know if Yeah, it can be used to, to symbolically point to, to, to mathematical laws that relate to sound and, and, and light vibrations. It all is anyway. You know, the whole the whole science of, of, of astrology is uh, um, uh, 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 a science of correspondences, actually, not a science of causes. You know, so you, you when he said that the drum is the uh, is the base of it all, I just wanted to get a comment in there because astrologically, the sun is the pacemaker for our solar system. Okay. And it is it sets the rhythm and and it gauges the the motion of all of the planets by mere virtue of the fact that it holds them all in its gravity. Okay, so just like the 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 drum is going to change the temperament of the song is being played, the, the tempo, and the drummer controls the tempo. So does the sun, and and, mm-hmm. and, and what it does in its contribution to life and consciousness. You understand what I'm saying? I was putting together a lecture on Southern music, um, its origins being in the Congo, um, Congo Square, New Orleans, and I was compelled by spirit to correlate this, the, the drum to the sun, you know what I'm saying? That that circle, that zero, you know, that... that. Yeah, well, that's what it is. And, and um, you know, when you... There's this cat out there called uh, Maurice Cotterell. He was a... Um, a mathematician, okay, and uh, uh, what do you call those people that make clocks? A tinkerer or whatever, clockmaker, mm-hmm. time. Uh, 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 I forget what the actual name what they call him, but the yeah, clocksmith. Okay, we'll use that term. That's not the one I was looking for, though. But anyway, the um and a clocksmith. So he broke down and showed how um all these ancient calendars that are so different. To the to the layman, how they are mathematically linked. He also showed uh, uh, biorhythms that uh, uh, manifest with plants that grow on this earth. Uh, you know, with the, with their seasonal sproutings and things of this nature, their growth cycle, as well as planetary cycles. That that ratio, and people, you have to understand the, the mathematics of a ratio. Okay, proportion. That uh, uh, that exists right here before your very eyes. The color red vibrating at at, at four thousand eight hundred. Pardon me, seven thousand eight hundred uh, uh, um, pulses per second. Okay, which is the reason why it appears red as opposed to violet that pulses at forty-eight thousand uh, 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 pulses or beats in its rhythm. Okay, to appear that way. The the way things are made are all proportionately uh, uh, matched and correspond to m- motions in nature. All right, which is in, which is very key because um, 
I wanted him to get into what he said about healing with sound because Ra'onife, amen, I heard him in a lecture uh, last year, well, actually about two years ago, talk about how some woman came in to the Osset Society with an incurable disease, and she was recovering because she kept um, chanting one of the hikau. Kling was the, was the hikau that she w- was chanting. K-L-I-N-G is how he wrote it. Yeah, Kling, okay, and he was like, and but he didn't get into it. He didn't jump into it because there was nobody there. Yeah, if you use them correctly, everything does. Yeah, I, I'm totally concurred with that, man. You know, the uh, uh, was deeper. That that artist lost, you know, because he, they were moving mountains, literally. You know, with sound vibration, we 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 are just getting to the point where we, uh, uh, as a uh, civilization, can't even really say we, can I? But uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they are just starting to, you know, get back into understanding the music of the spheres as it resonates from on high down to his to the lowest in terms of of, of, of height and breadth, you know terms of measuring frequency and, and rhythmic vibration, tone and things of this nature. They, it, it all corresponds. So, you know, I can't, I, I can't, how can you say that? I can't close my mind or, or, or ear to any of it at this point, you know. I'm sucking it all in, man. Because just when you think you understand something is, is when you should adopt the frame of mind that you're just becoming familiar with that thing, you know. <laughs> because well, the more, you, yeah, seriously, the more I learn, the more I realize there is a learn. It's like trying to climb a super Mount Everest. Every time I get up one step, yeah, I think I'm yeah. at the top until I come across that ledge and realize there's a whole nother step. The, the, the moment I think I got the law 44, <laughs> it's a whole nother hmm. step. It resets my entire clock to take you back to the drum board. You know, now I could be like, oh, should I own the NBA? I, I sat back and, and created an atmosphere where I put the 44s on them. Now they got 44-minute games, but there's a story that's being told. I, I'm not to be so arrogant, you know, but I am to look a little bit deeper now because it's a conversation in my language, and then it's just expanding across so many boards like, you got a vice president who's the vice president and 44 president and his 44-year-old son just got, you know, kicked out of the uh, the Navy for, for, for coke. Wow. You know, that's weird. I mean, there's a connection. You've got to find it. Hey, you know that uh, Mars and Pluto are going to conjunct in, in Capricorn on the, um, the 9th or the 10th of November, okay, depending on which side of the globe you're on. And, um... That's gonna it, it it's gonna kick off a whole lot of Scorpio Pluto energy, man. Almost like an eclipse or 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 a, a, a lunation chart filled with bad aspects. So you know, mm-hmm. look up, be, be on the lookout for that entire uh, the 22 days leading up to the November the 9th and the 22 days thereafter. Okay, to the first of December because that entire month would be um, permeated with the uh, with the energy of those two planets, and and these are the two that we hate to see get together the most, y'all. Okay, so you know, um, 
not not even to consider the fact that Obama had was born with the conjunction so uh in the sign of Virgo, so we can look to some military action coming to the fore in the first two or three weeks of November. No question, you know. Right. Look to that. I mean, I think yeah. yeah. We, we already see that. We see that with with the Ebola. You know, him militarizing a quote unquote outbreak and sending four thousand troops, you know, into what's now a military zone, saying that they're fighting Ebola. How can you fight something that is only existing within people? And you're going to war with the people of Africa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, you know, that's a smoke screen, man, that Ebola thing, man. Yeah, whenever the government wants to do something, whenever they want to do something that they, don't, that they know public approval is not going to be, they throw that smoke screen up there, you know? Mm. They throw that thing out there about the Ebola virus when it's already been... Um, how you the brother the brother said it, it's already been contained. They already know how to contain it, restrain it and all that. You know, yep. and they they're just trying to create a temporary, how do you say that, maintainable panic amongst the people so that he could direct those troops down there. Why? Because we're gonna enforce a quarantine and we need the military. Like the police can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like the like the state troopers can't do it. So they you know, they up to something foul. They gonna stay up to something foul, and and was deep is because they did because this brother didn't use this office to push an agenda which would be favorable for his people. For all of you that are so happy that they got a nigger in office, you know what I mean? You you see he ain't good. He ain't doing nothing to lift a finger for the 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 police violence or the persecution of the lower class in this country or none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? You know how much of a deadbeat he is? Yeah. <laughs> the nah, fact that talk. they didn't kill him shows exactly how he, compliant he was. He killed himself. His credit card, they got the, the officer he went to go eat, and his credit card was declined. Oh, like, yeah. That's how much of a deadbeat president you're dealing with, be. Yeah, his credit card was how, how, Yeah. Yeah, how does that Any happen? credit card going to be declined, bro. Man, that sounds like so. straight... Fiction, Esquire, Star Magazine, Gossip Column, Fiction, man. Because <laughs> where, where would a president ever be bought broke out eating someplace? A president credit card declined. Wow, this yeah. is bootleg. It's lame. <laughs> the fact that, you know, there's going to be major military moves made in, 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 in the end of October, beginning of November, man. Card to go and eat says he's a lame duck. Like, that's supposed to be on the house. That's supposed to be a privilege. You know? You, <laughs> you would think that, right? You know, you but he got to pay like everybody else. <laughs> you, you know? Pay like you everybody else. Rest, huh? That's right. You know? Because you're the president. There's even more reason. Set an example. Shop over here. You know? <laughs> Shop, shop black and shop over here and set an example. Show everybody, you know, how to spend money correctly, hard-earned money, man. You know. I, um, well, I've been recently over. digging for the last couple of years. I've been digging into this uh, sound, color, frequency thing here. Because, um, I mean, I understand, you know, I'm a visual artist. 
So I, you know, I, I put particular focus when I when I was studying the correspondences between the signs and the colors, and I really, you know, skipped over sound because I, you know, at the time I just didn't see any reason to put any focus on it. But for the last three or four years, I've been really focusing on it. I understand, man. It is not only do uh, when 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 planetary uh, uh, crossings and contacts are made by progress or direction in the birth chart, okay, for reason for for uh, the purposes of prediction trends and bioprocesses or life processes in the future. When when whenever you see these colors, you also hear certain sounds, you know. So I I was doing the knowledge of that. I got the uh, the C note. Um, piece from Imam Issa, one of his one of his old books. One, I don't even have it with me now, but um, I was reading in it about the uh, the C note and how certain sounds. I mean, you know, he dropped that back in the eighties in one of them little workbooks. You remember them um mm-hmm. them them newspaper workbooks when he was the uh, Ansaru Allah and he, he was calling mm-hmm. himself Imam Issa. Yeah, he dropped the yeah. the, uh, the science on that there. I've been, you know, looking for bits and pieces all over the internet. All you gotta do is Google uh, sound therapy, sound light correspondence, the harmonics of light and sound. Any one of them phrases will bring up all the pages that I've been studying. You know, all the sites that I've been studying recently. And before I forget, I put something on my page for you, Blue. You know, okay. it's a they're dealing with the cube. So I remember you saying something to me about the science of the cube. I figured that would would, would add, you know, would add to your okay. archive. All day. And I want to let you know that, uh, you know, <laughs> like I said, you know, this NBA 44 pattern is tied to the blood moon. I think you giving the blood moon the uppercut, but, you know, when I lay my case down. <laughs> <laughs> No, what it was is, I'm going to tell the whole world, for the record, what that was, okay? All right? Um, I am an Asiatic, original, more, whatever you want to, no, black, okay, whatever you want to call it, right? I um, I refused, I refused to assimilate the proper demeanor, okay, <laughs> for these intellectual Westerners, man, all right? And... Consequently, you know, they, they persecute cosmophysics everywhere they find it. All right? And this is nothing new. They've been doing it before I even got to Facebook when we was at the MSN clubs and at the Yahoo clubs. You know, they, they come down. As soon as they find out I'm a black man, they start trying to poke holes in, 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 in my thesis. Okay. Well, it got, it got to the point where. Huh? That's the key to the universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, but uh, let me let me finish with the with the narration. All right, with the detail. So <laughs> you know, I don't interact with them anymore. You know, I, every now and then I'll go into those other groups and I'll post or I'll read something there. But for the most part, I've separated myself from from these so called she did straight dilettantes, man, dabblers is what they are. They don't even take the science seriously enough to apply it. You know, on on a regular basis, they they only do the shit when they get together to drink coffee and tea. You know, uh, but the what gets me is I've removed myself from it. Now they're attacking my students. Okay, so the the individual who recently 
tried to persecute a few of my my students, you know, uh, um, at these clubs on um. She posted something with regards to eclipses, and she was like, "Eclipses are stronger because of so and so," and I was like, you know. I read it, and I said to myself, you know, she's not making one astrological point here. She's discussing aspects and, and discussing what trends they may possibly bring, but she's not pointing to any time frame. So, therefore, I already understand that this person is what, you know, half-equipped astrologer. They don't, do no, they don't understand the mathematics of the science. They just understand the interpretational quality of it. So they could tell you what slightly and, and barely tell you when, all right, if ever. So... Because of that, I wanted to elaborate on what she said. And, and really, eclipses aren't stronger. They have an energy of their own. It's like you use a wrench for nuts and bolts. You use a hammer for a nail, okay, to bang a nail in. You would not use a hammer to screw in a goddamn screw or a bolt. And you wouldn't use a screwdriver to bang your nails, okay? So it's the same way. Eclipses have their own purpose. I wouldn't say that an eclipse... Is stronger than any other motion because if that was the case, the murder rate, the corruption rate, it would, uh, you know, all of the bad stuff that an eclipse is supposed to bring would actually peak every year with the number of eclipses. Last year there were five yeah. eclipses, and you, you, it doesn't happen like that, okay? Last year there were five eclipses. Of uh, of those five, only two that I can point to made noise globally. Okay, everything else will affecting people on a personal level. I, I, I didn't see any widespread indications, and I have to retract the statement, y'all, that I got from a, a, an astrology book, from a classical uh, authority on the matter. But all of the eclipses that I've been studying for the last three years don't show and prove it. Now, either it's me not seeing what's going on, and it's right there in my face, and I'm just blind to it. Now, imagine that, okay? Or uh, uh, the eclipses aren't all they've blown them up to be. And it wasn't the, the blood moon that I was uppercutting, Lord. It was the fact that every single lunar eclipse that has ever happened since we started counting them are all red. They're all called blood moons. So when they select these four that occur in Libra and Aries over these two-year period, okay, the, the, over the crossing of this year, uh, a Gregorian year, then they're actually commercializing the trend because the uh, every single uh, uh, lunar eclipse is a blood moon, literally. We've been calling them blood moons for years. So now when we say blood moon, people who don't practice the science are of the mind that we are referencing these four, this set of four, particularly, when we got six this year, okay? <laughs> so, you know, that's what I was uh, bashing, you know, them trying to upplay uh, uh, something that happens on a regular basis, you know? People, you know, they, you give credit to eclipses in, in, in terms of what they indicate because every time there's an eclipse, Within 24 hours of that eclipse, it's in the news, you know, so, uh, oh, I can't say every time there's an eclipse, but every time there's a strong one, all right, a one with major indications, it comes to the fore. So they can't be ignored. But at the same time, you know, I'm not going to uh, give an eclipse more strength than I'm going to give a Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. 
you know, Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions give you a timetable of 60 years with which to, 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 to uh, um, measure the, the process of time. Okay, and what's going to happen over the process of time. An eclipse, supposedly, what I wanted to take back was that a lunar eclipse lasts for an entire year for every, uh, um, pardon me, an entire month for every hour that the eclipse is going on, for every hour that the shadow is on the moon. And that for every hour during a solar eclipse that the the sun is blocked by the moon, then that's supposed to read out a year. Well, I can't seem to find that. I've even dug deeper into the past, okay, into 1906 and 1916 at those eclipses to look at the stock market crashes and things of that nature and to look for things that resonate with the indications of specific eclipses for two and three years. That doesn't happen. That's a claim given by Ptolemy, Okay, uh, 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 an Egyptian authority and library record keeper before they burnt the library of Alexander and his work, the Church of Biblos, has survived to this day. And he makes mention of that formula that I just gave up. Well, I have been severely tampering with it and, and, you know, experimenting with it and observing it for like the last three and a half years. And it doesn't reap all that they claim that it does. You know, thus and therefore... You know, I have to retract the statement when I first came on and started talking about eclipses. I was using that guideline from those books. But, you know, like everything else in astrology, once you read more people than you do books, you see that the people are a lot more educational, you know. So you actually do the measurement of of planetary motion and you observe them, you clock them. You know, you see and then you watch the news and nothing kicks off that pertains to those planets, you scour the internet, nothing kicks off that pertains to it. it the, the effects of it have worn out. And if they are still existing, extent, if they, uh, if they are still extent, they are in the lives of individuals, definitely not across the global uh, media screen, you know. So they are no longer issues. But anyway, you know, are y'all still there? This is me, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I notice how you just love the I mean, monologue, you know. But I need to know that y'all sit there. I'm not talking. <laughs> I'm not talking to a dead phone here. When you speak into the head, and then you're clearing up something that you know what I'm saying will go into the catalogs of time. You know what I'm saying? Like there's uh, angels somewhere erasing the book and, and making corrections, getting angelic light out to be like. <laughs> Yo, well, I'm going to tell you, I don't have a, I have a serious problem with being corrected. I don't have a problem with correcting myself, you know, because I, I would be seriously in my ego if somebody was to point that out. Oh, you know something? I just noticed that you're dead ass wrong, Rob. Okay. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? So I, I bring it out before somebody else does, but also because I don't like misleading folks, man. Or or, or 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 giving folks misinformation, you know what I'm saying? That, that really disturbs me, man. You know. Indeed. Let's get to um. Uh, if you want to stay on the line, Cosmo, let's get to uh. We got about two more callers on the line before we end this broadcast tonight. Okay. So let's see. want to go ahead and open up. All right. Indeed. One minute. 
Right, let me open up this line. Call us, peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Call us from the 718 I say, I say, brother, you raise. Peace, brother, you raise. I say, uh, I got a few uh, things to say about what the, uh, the guest was speaking on that uh, strikes my memory. Uh, if y'all remember back in the days in the 80s when the uh, Simon Says came out? Yeah. That was like a pre-program for people to align their chakras through like what, what y'all speaking of now. Like each color on the Simon Said had a different tone to it, and you had to remember each different tone. And who knows if those tones that they had pre-programmed into that toy were chakra frequencies that were like, like different programs to open and close or put people's vibration in a higher or lower tone and they didn't even know it. Because if you look today, the beat machines and the uh, hardware that comes with a lot of uh, drum sequences, they look like old Simon Says's. Mm. And another thing I want to mention real quick is that uh, that new Michael Jackson album, Escape, he, I, I, I realize what y'all speaking on how music is like has the color and the tones. I even think that you can add. There's a frequency for indoor, uh, a frequency like there is a frequency that resonates off of an endorphin. If I'm making sense, you could yeah, probably you make sense. You can probably Michael Jackson has been he he studied the science of the color of what y'all speaking. And then he even studied further of how to take the frequency of an endorphin and put it into his music. And that's why every time you listen to his music, you can feel that thing like you like, whoa, that's why it touches worldwide. And his latest album, This Escape, you really have to listen to it because he took the uh, song from the group Blue Oyster called Horse With No Name. That's a song about heroin. And turned it about it turned it into a comedic song about a mentor. If you read the book, the the coming forth of the, uh, the Per and Haru, in it in it it speaks about going to a place that has no name. And when you get to this place, there are two goddesses that greet you. And in his song, he talks about his jeep got a flat. He realized there was nobody on the highway, and then a fog rolled up, and a woman appeared. And she said, I'm going to take you to this place where there's no pain and no suffering. And and the book, and coming forth of uh, Dan by Night, it speaks about it. It's called The uh, Mentor, The Place With No Name. And I was like, yo, that whole, that, that whole album is like a murderer. And when you look at the way he's dressed on the album, he's, his, whole, his whole clothes is the, is the universe. He's robed in the universe. Right, and remember, he was high off of opiates, so he was on heroin. <laughs> but see, but see, that's to see. But the thing is, ever this is my personal opinion upon what people call drugs and quote unquote how they are seen today. Each drug resonates to an individual to unlock certain things. If the individual is not groomed in the proper way of using this thing to unlock a certain part of the, the mind or the body that has been dormant and has not had the proper training, if that frequency becomes too wild, you see what I'm saying? The individual I see be- exactly what you're saying. You're talking shamanism now. 
I, I don't know. I, don't quote me on it. <laughs> I'm not too sure. <laughs> no, with the use of drugs and uh, artificial or external stimulants to activate uh, uh, different faculties in, in the mental functions of human beings is an ancient, ancient, ancient practice. Man. Right. That's why when you look at the sister Billie Holiday, but uh, Billie Holiday, it's like she used heroin. Be, to get to a certain point, whoever introduced that to us said, look, you are tapping into a dimension that's on a, on a lower vibration, but you are a good person. So to, make, to, to transmutate the lower vibration frequency into you, you have to use this catalyst for you to turn into a conductor to take the lower and turn it into something beautiful, beautiful because when it comes through your vessel and it comes through the body and out of your mouth when you project it, you transmutate it, and it touches the world. So we're going to give you this catalyst to open that part of you that's been clo- that's been closed. But when they gave it, to her, up. there was the, there was no when they gave it to her, there was nobody to groom her as she was using it to open that chakra sound wave to touch everybody with. Just like uh like you were saying how they would beat the brother, drum. Brother, you're breaking up. Can you hear me yet? I can hear him well. I hear him clear. It might be my phone. My it's bad. Phone. It might be my phone. It's no, like okay. I'm just letting you know on this end. He he he's heard well. Okay. It's like yeah. what you speak. It's like what you speak about how our ancestors took the drum into into battlefield, and the drum was set at a certain a lower octave. Because if you remember that, I don't know what time it was from, 50s or 60s, that song, I Have a Spell on You, boom, 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 boom. When you hear that, it sends a chill. The way he's singing that song and that octave will strike fear into any, like, it would catch you off. It wouldn't put pure fear, but it would catch you like, oh, who tapped me on the shoulder? It would give you that, it will open that, oh, man. If, you, if people, I don't know if you can put together what I'm saying in the mental mind to get a quicker understanding where I'm not putting it clear in words. You no, you're actually saying? coming off very clearly to me, bro. I understand what you're pointing to. I don't know about anybody else, and but I understand what you're pointing at. I concur and, with it. And another thing, when they learned the frequency of techno music, when they learned that, doom, 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 they were like, okay, this is a frequency that resonates with the heart chakra. How do we find a catalyst to keep these people going with the music because the music is going faster than they are. The music is tiring them out in the club. What substance will match this frequency? Ain't it funny when they came out with the synthesizer, all the music, like now it's labeled like Coke music. Like when you hear that track with R. Kelly and Lady Gaga as that all of that music that sounded like that when the synthesizer came out in the 80s, Coke was contributed to that whole sound. It made its way first into techno, then it made its way into the mainstream, like R&B, 80, like mainstream, because it's like, it's crazy. When the synthesizer came out in techno music, Coke and everything came out, and people were, they said, oh, shit, this drug goes with the music. Look how they dancing and keeping this vibe and this atmosphere, like you say, the tone and the frequency creates the, creates the atmosphere and the environment of what you want to create. And if the hey, let me throw something in there real quick, Dale. Go ahead, my boy, cut me off. Um, yeah, the um, Sigmund Freud's nephew. I don't know the cast name. He's hey, the one man. who 
Huh? Edward Bernays. Yeah, Edward Bernays. He's the one who who took all that Sigmund Freud did and bought it over here and sold it to the United States government. The, uh, they gave the Beatles the code to the the sound frequency emotional key type of thing. And the, the Beatles' music was the first time that we know of that these sounds were used subliminally to manipulate the populace. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, <laughs> like, when they talk about how they're doing it with hip-hop, right, they've already refined it to a science, right? Now, and half the artists that, that go in there don't even know what the fuck is going on. I mean, Dr. Dre, if you really go back and listen to some of them NWA um, joints, right, and you got to listen to them on a powerful system, there are vibratory frequencies he puts into his music that you can't hear with your ear, that you can only hear if you're standing in front of the speaker. (laughs) You can only feel feel them. You can't hear them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm Right. Yeah, that that science right there was first imu- implemented with the um with the with the Beatles, and that's why the Beatles sold so many records, man. And, you know? and the funny the funny thing to add on what you're saying it is because it's like living proof is because it's like if certain music controls a certain time frame, you just need a certain vessel to project it. You, you see what I'm saying? It's crazy. And they know the science of, of, of melanated right. music coming out of European mouths and how it's it's beyond like, everything, man. For the time period, but it coincides with a drug as well. Shout out to one of our listeners, Lady Bay. She just texted me and reminded me. She's like, remember, heroin and blues go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, jazz. Heroin and jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about Coltrane and all of them? What about the loaded? All of those, all of those brothers. See, the funny thing is, is all of those brothers once they got the main mainstream music industry, the people that refine their music at the end of them making the raw track, the guy that's making the final mix. He ain't think he's that's where the agent probably comes in because the artists themselves at that pre, uh, at that time were actually some of them probably weren't present at the last main mix and that's probably where they added the undertone frequencies of what they wanted to project in people's mind on a lower frequency to to to, to mind control people like back in the days they said when you would play certain records it would say something. When it would be, you feel what I'm saying? When it would be going one direction, it would be saying something in another direction to hit the unconscious mind on in another state. And yeah, people, yeah, Prince and, and and George Clinton, those are two artists that are famous for that. You feel what I'm saying? And the funny thing we ain't realizing is that the technology that our people are producing these music, these uh, these musical composures up with, are, are machines that are made from people abroad that probably study frequency and tone of comedic people and embed subliminal things. So when you take this thing home track and you boom batting, you boom batting a program that was embedded in the drum machine to affect everybody and you don't even know it. It go back to the old saying when like uh J. Ruby Damage just said the son the the, the, the Sega I play with control a missile or something like that. I can't remember the exact verse. But it's the same thing with the drum machine, the guitar, wow. the speaker. 
they probably my question, my question would be this, brother. With the possibility of reverse engineering now, now that you said that these that they're creating machines that are emanating certain frequencies, my question would be, so when do, you know, is the possibility of us reverse engineering some of these sound frequency machines that will basically emanate tones that will resonate with our DNA and speak to us and raise our frequencies and vibrations? Because I'm sure that that's possible. It is possible, and the person that is actually using and developing that program will be the RZA. See, the thing is, yeah. I realized the RZA said earlier when he came on into the into the music world, he said, "I study sound. I see sound. Dif- I hear sound differently. I study the, the frequency of sounds of how beats travel at a hundred and something per second. I mastered the, the art of sound, and he." And what they doing for that better tomorrow thing, I believe the closest person that's going to do what you're saying for the distant future of what we're talking about now would be the RZA. Because every time you listen to a Wu track, he has specifically made the boom back with different filters to affect you different ways. Because like he said, each one of the artists represent a chamber that's in every one of us. It's just it's, it's just if you if you resonate on the right frequency at the time to be affected by the chamber that you're listening to, and RZA I believe maybe RZA or somebody else, but I, RZA is gonna probably come with it and design that. He probably in the works right now. Well, um, I'm sure you could be you could Google it. He did about two or three years ago create. He did have a, a, a machine that he um, manufactured. I don't know the exact model or name of the machine, but like I said, it could be found on Google. I read the article in the um, in the Engineer magazine. So he was responsible. So he did he did kick something out. So um, when I yeah, you were on point with that. Right. You were on point with that. Right. I, I want to point something out here, though. Okay. okay. I want y'all to, con- to consider, and I want the listening audience to consider this. Okay. Your degree of spiritual development, I don't mean your religiousness or your devotion to your God, all right? I'm talking about the strength of will and the ability to discern, you know, reality from um, uh, uh, unreality, from falsehood, you know, these things. These things here are the greatest weapons and tools against what they seek to do with all of these uh prompts and, and, and subliminal suggestions and sounds that they use. In other words, that shit doesn't work on a truly conscious person. No, it doesn't have an effect. What the effect does to a truly conscious person, it makes them instantly recognize the program that they're trying to admit to a lower-level person. Because you're, Exactly, you're, exactly. You know, yeah, and your aura field, your melanin is going to pick up on it because it's going to, once you resonate at a certain frequency, your melanin becomes like an automaton in that movie with Keanu Reeves. It, it, it stands taller than you. It's like the statues in Kemet. It's, it's so huge, your melanin. So when you resonate at a higher frequency, it's like, oh, you're not stepping to this one. No. We, the, yeah, exactly. Higher, exactly. Higher because this one. Because so I don't, then, I do not doubt that words have power. Okay, but right. uh, a, a conscious individual can designate how much influence that word has over their own person and spirit. Right. 
you know. I, so, I totally like, agree with that. You, you know, words have power because you give them it. They, they, they don't have power by itself. So these sounds and all of these negative images that they've been projecting on us that we have been feeding into, okay, the the degree of social, moral, and spiritual development is what's going to determine uh, how impervious to that we as a people are going to be because you have to take into consideration this. They've been showing gangster, gangster flicks and kill them up, shoot them up, cowboy Indian flicks since the beginning of television, since the beginning of this media, okay? But you don't see a, 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 a whole bunch of... White kids coming to school with revolvers and cowboy hats shooting each other. But you know what's the funny thing? So there's, a, there's a moral, let me finish this point. There's a moral development that we as a people are not administering to our youth. Okay? And I'm going to leave it like that. Now you go ahead. It's funny you say that because the thing is, is the reason why we don't have as much shoot 'em up uh, Europeans as what you speak on is because they, at the time, they couldn't exactly figure out the frequency of how to put violent. They they knew how to put the frequency of violence projected through the camera lens, but they didn't know how to put the sound of violence and frequency with cowboy and shoot 'em up movies. Because what you need to under right. to, to mind control somebody is sight and sound. So once you have the, the the faculties of sight and sound, and you're tapping into their unconscious through those facilities, you can pre-program that person for a later date because it sort of makes sense. You're right. They yeah, well, if the person has no 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 um moral or spiritual development, indeed, because right. it, we don't have to just use the cowboy flicks, but we can come. We can make it a lot more recent. The, point, the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I can I make a note, please? Because we just had a conversation with Let me hop off, y'all. Ashe, Ashe. Why not? Stay right there. But go ahead. What was you going to say, Lord? What what, what we were talking about was the programming of white male masculinity, you know what I'm saying, and the effects that center, that that the Western clicks and wrestling and all of these things have on children who will look to idolize people who are not necessarily their traditional role models once they adapt and absorb, you know what I'm saying, the white male masculinity mascot, then it's a spread totally different in society. The way that a white male or a white boy might express that comes out very different. And it may come out in the ballroom. It may come out in his self-assuredness. Uh, no, I get you. I get you. It's still manifest, though. Right. It, it, well, it ain't affecting them on the collective as 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 it affects us, and it is not affecting them as negatively. It's not affecting them as negatively as it's affecting us, because the uh, for example, you. Niggas are getting killed over people stepping on people's tennis shoes. This is a trend that has been going on since the 70s. I don't know if they was doing it before I was cognizant and able to remember the events around me, like in the 60s or in the 50s or in the 40s, right? But my point is the uh, the degree of pettiness and the, the lack of value for life and all of that that comes through our music and continues to perpetuate that negative attitude, you don't 
see that, but there were mad gangster movies out in the in in the thirties and the forties and the things of this nature. And it is other components because when you put the bait out there and leave alternatives, then a person might not grab the bait. But when you put the bait out there and then don't leave alternatives, then they're gonna grab that bait. So in other words in other words, I can see why the Europeans that dwell in this country don't feed into it as susceptibly as we do because, number one, they have a, 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 a cultural foundation. Right. Upon, yeah, exactly. And ours has been stripped. Okay? Well, and we're, and, 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 you have to always remember this. Like, remember, we just came from, they just came from the admonishment of a Christopher Columbus Day. They Their, their point of reference of watching, remember, Keep in mind that they had movies in the 20s and 30s. They would, you know, they popularized the Italian gangsters, the Jewish mafia, um, via via control of Hollywood, popularized the gangster, the gangster images and things of that nature. The, the way that they the way that they look at it from their perspective is from one in power first. You always have to keep in mind that the when they, when they watch a movie versus the, when we watch a movie, they're they're watching a spaghetti western a John Wayne that he's all he's the whether he's the hero or the anti-hero, he's still the hero who did whatever it had to do whatever he had to do to get things done to stay in power. That's the approach. That's the way that, huh? Ba- basically, no, I get that. I, I'm, I'm on you. You're right. You're 100% our murder over a pair of sneakers is indicative of where we're at the way that we are viewing ourselves, our position. They murder on a different level. Like they're 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 anti they're they're um their their um anti social uh sociopath behavior is played out on a whole different level. You you know what I'm saying? And no, that, yeah, that's a hell of a point you really just made. cater to those to those sociopathic mentalities, all of their movies, from the newsies from day one. Remember, they admonished the gangster who did anything by any means necessary. Admonished the cowboy who basically cleared the Indians out for the settlers. He was a terrorist. You know what I'm saying? But he's given to them as a pioneer. He's an anti-hero. So they're anti-heroes. Exactly. Was Washington. I'm sorry, say that again? I said, so was Washington. They admonished them, though. There's no room in society for them to uh, demean their, their character because if not for them, there would be none of this. So they're like, look, right. they did right. You know, the society is the thing that corrects their behavior in the long run. It's not even to be discussed. Whereas with us, we have to grapple because we don't have anything that equals that particular model in our media. Super flawed and win in the end. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, Shaft didn't necessarily win. You know, they didn't. They weren't successful in right off in the sunset with the woman. All of these things are what psychologically program us to be like, damn, we don't ever win, and we die early in the movie. So it's nothing to wipe the nigga out for stepping on your sneakers because you're supposed to die in the movie. Basically, you're right. Can I say it goes every everyone is right on on the same level because it goes back to what uh, Cosmophysical was saying and everybody was saying is it's it's like the European 
has been taught civilization from a higher being. Being that they are lower beings, they can't receive the proper understanding of the principle of man, woman, and child. So, like you say, in the movie, the the, the way they see the gangster is the father figure. The way the European is raised is just like the gangster in the movie. By any means necessary, my, this is the representation of the European male that runs the household. And on the note of of black movies, they show that okay, we are the ones that are modeling them even lower off of our lower standards. You see what I'm saying? Because like you say, there's nobody to groom the society for certain mental things, like the, like they say, like fatherhood, motherhood. They just project their image of what their society is through the movie. So that's why they look at the, in the European movies, they look at John Wayne or whoever he is a good or bad dude, is because that's the that's the model that they get for their household as their father. So it's easy for the, like they say to make movies about brothers that kill each other. So they give out a standard. They're like being uh, like spiritual mentors through movies. They, we're gonna give you a standard of how we made it, even though our standard is. We know our standard is horrible, but we're going to teach you a lower standard through movies and music, and you just going to, that's going to be your father and spiritual mother for you to develop your spiritual side. But we ain't going to tell it to you. But we learn from your ancestors in a certain way to where we even get it in on the horrible lower level that the person of the household can kill, rob, or steal, depending on whatever the degree it is, and to keep the to the sustainability of the family, so they're going to project this the 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 most the the most powerful piece in the European family and their European movies. And it's even funny now; it's showing you that the European man has fell in his quote unquote dominance to a female energy status because now most of the movies that we see that are coming from Europeans are based on women now, how the high power of the woman now. So it's showing you now in the coming future of what is to be, the European woman now has took on the energy of the European man and she has become the masculine house the masculine power piece in the household and now it's even perpetuating the child to look at the mother as mother and father. So now the child will probably end up acting ACDC sort of, you know what I'm saying? Because they're looking at the mother now as both figures, and even the father is there now, being that the movies are projecting the, the European father our, as a... Our children are acting, okay, ACDC now because of what they were forced to internalize. Because when we talk about the stepping on the sneakers and the reaction to all of that, all of that came during the collapse of the black family post-60s, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, shit, no, mama, what for these sneakers? You got to go. Because now you lended a whole different quality (laughs) of value to them sneakers as opposed to, damn, you know what I'm saying? I really doubt that that was taking place in the 60s and the 50s when black families were together because, you know. Yeah, exactly. That was was my point. Yeah, work boots was work boots back then. That was my point exactly, that this stuff has come on since the so-called, you know, every since everything's supposed to have gotten better. <laughs> you know, 
but when you when you look when you look at the progress, man, that uh that they have made in terms of tearing us down, we are less unified today, right now, under the umbrella of so called liberty than we were when we were slaves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody I was at the I was on I was doing a radio show. I the mo everybody there except for me was 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 conservative, um uh, liberal, uh pacifist, man, for real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm the only one that came on with a strong argument, right? And it appears that, you know, people they you know, people generally, you know, I, I it's only like one out of ten people that have the heart to get into any perilous situation, right or wrong, okay? So you, you only ten percent of the people on the on the face of the earth are actually willing to do something about their condition. Okay. But when I was when I was speaking, the uh uh they were talking about how much progress we've made. <laughs> I said yeah, I can see the progress we've made. You know, it used to be at least your ass was safe until you got to the, to the police precinct. You know, then then you didn't have to worry about nothing but getting your ass whooped, and they they would hand you to 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 the lynch mob, and that's where the damage would really occur. They're, now they just shoot yeah. you in the street. So I, yeah, I see the progress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. On, a, on another <laughs> level, I, I can see where she's even talking about progress on the IE, like the self, their, their, their other horrible self. Because what it is is, yeah, you as your people have made progress individually, not as a whole, as a group. So she's like probably saying, because the funny thing is, is what they're doing is separating the group through social media because they are trying to bring out just the IE, the self, no unity amongst us because that's the main tool. They have to figure out each way, every tool that they bring for, for public use for everybody, but especially for us, they have to figure out a way to make it represent the, the ego self. Each product has it's to represent We live in a selfie age. It's the age of individualism. You can't yeah, get a Facebook yeah. as, as, <laughs> as a group. You know, you got to get a singular page to get a group. You feel me? So it's, it's, it's about promotion of self, the age of individualism, you know? And um, it goes back to what Cosmophysics brought up earlier about Edward Bernay. The name of the documentary is called Century of What? Self. Century of Self. This and he he led he was the head of what department? The CIA. I think no. my told me I haven't paid attention what? to that. He, he, he dealt with some, uh-huh. something that dealt with uh, uh, marketing or distribution or advertising, uh-huh. right? It was the Office of Propaganda, and then it turned into public relations because of the um, negative denotation to propaganda. So right. the Office of Propaganda that came out of the OSS was renamed public relations. The public relations went into marketing and promotion. So everything that you see in advertisement and in marketing and promotions, PR, all of that shit is propaganda. So what we're saying is this. Because of the advent of propaganda, remember, our generation, 70s babies, 80s babies, 90s babies, what did we get fed? We got fed. We didn't get fed. We didn't get fed Garvey 
3,000 deep in Harlem. We didn't get fed Malcolm X 10,000 deep in Harlem. We did not get fed the Black Star Lineup. We did not get fed the revolutions in Africa. We did not get fed the Nation of Islam marching through Harlem. We got fed niggas getting bit by dogs, turn the other cheek, bricks getting, um, um, you know, introduced to your face. You know, we got, we got the uh, people spitting on you. We got fed the fear mongering. We got fed the, uh, the, the Jim Crow. And we got fed watching people get hung. We got fed roots. So for niggas to say that we've made a stride and we're getting better, they're from a, a point of reference and the perspective of being fed uh, a program. They were marketed. They were marketed. And, 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 and the public relations program was everything that we really, you know, that a small segment of us identified. They were not showing us, you know, the fact that you could walk through Harlem and eat up for the sidewalk because it was that clean. They did not feed you the fact that we were dressed to the tee of bespoke suits. We were clean. You know? Right, right. They just fed you the pro. They, they just and fed you the program. Exactly, they fed you the program. That's why you got these shameless Negroes talking about. I'm just a project of my environment. I just rap about what I see, nigga. You went platinum. What the fuck did you see? Like you, you still saw. You mean to tell me? Like what are you talking about? You went around the world, bro. You yeah, your condition didn't improve with your record sales, nigga. Exactly. Your condition didn't improve. You went back to the slums, then you should get fired from your label. Don't come out with another album. Because so, it goes, sorry to cut you real quick, it goes to what you're saying at a deeper level. It's just another outlet of them, the way to promote the IE self from the unity of the group. Because the, the rapper was once the DJ, was once the dance crew, was once the unit. We the unit, we the whole thing. And then they figured like, oh, wait a second. This music has a gatherness to it. Wait a second, we made this too quick. We got to break this down to the self. Figure out a program and a way to put it in the music to where the music itself makes the DJ want to go away, where the music makes the dancer want to go away. Now we control the vocal to control the unity that is about to eclipse and make a oneness. We're going to break that up and give it the individualism program. That's like you said, that's all they've been fed is individual exactly. programs and different Man, that is some pure. That is some, you know, that just, I got to put this commentary in there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is some pure Aquarian Leo uh, uh, polarity shit right there. That's okay? funny, Aquarius, I'm, I'm Aquarius. Aquarius, I'm points to the, Aquarius points to the collective, and Leo points to the individual. And they're both, you know, uh, uh, diametrically opposed on a seesaw. The, the, the you know mm. individual versus collectivism is a is a constant uh, is a constant uh, how can I say process in one's growth and uh, 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 evolution. So they're really playing on that hard, man. You dig? When in all actuality, this is the age of uh, of the collective, the age of Aquarius. We should be pointing to the collective and those who are are the avatars of Aquarius. Okay, I'm gonna let all y'all know that right now. 
all right? Those mm. who are pointing to consciousness, those who are pointing to awareness of one's nationality, one's group, one's people where you fit in as a, 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 as a cog in the wheel is Aquarius mentality. How you are at the center of your system and in control and dictating everything and all that is Leo. Uh, 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 oriented, which is the opposite of what this age is supposed to attain. Mm. Okay. So that's it is sending us the backwards program to stop us from attaining attaining unity. Through they say, okay, this is the age of knowing, so they're going to come online regardless. And we weren't ready because we made all of this without even ourselves having proper growth on how to control somebody on a lower level. We just doing this by ear, tooth and nail or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? So they can't even battle the machine program that they set out to ruin the other people with that that they themselves want to corrupt, and they're not even functioning. So the whole matrix is going to fall. We at the crux, like you say, the thing you say in, in October and November is going to happen in South Korea. If anybody paid attention, in South Korea right now, America got like four nuclear uh, ships because Korea has been testing the air, I mean, uh, South China, South China, my fault, South China has been testing the airspace on America, like saying, y'all, so what? This is y'all saying this is y'all uh, right airspace. We're going to take it over. And they're about to go crazy ham. Look on BBC. You're right, it is about to take place. But the whole thing is, we're the children that have been placed here for the destruction. You feel me? We're going to be the caretakers and the keepers of rebuilding the right civilization again. They are done. We are witnessing the beautiful curtain close to watch a beautiful beginning when the curtain opens. You feel me? I mean, that's something to look forward to, but I don't see that in the near future. I don't see that coming in my lifetime. And I can guarantee you, I guarantee you, it's pessimistic as it sounds, it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, right now, they have a lock on, they have a lock on everything. Right now, they have a lock on everything, okay? It's not like, it's like we can just step aside and remove ourselves because we don't, we're totally dependent upon an external source for our food. For our clothing, for our shelter. See, so there needs, there really needs to be a, 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 a program implemented into getting us correct. But that's, you know, exactly. it, that's what all the that's what all the gates of what the minds have been speaking about. Like you say, the conscious, the mel- oh, I can't even explain it in words just yet. It is happening in this process now. The more we speak about it and mentally project it through our words and through shows and through whatever platforms, it is changing that. We are the program that you are seeking for them to change. We are the change. We don't know how to turn the change on to stop it. Because like you say, we were cultivated properly through certain elders, the elders that were in place to give us the proper grooming they knew to take them out for this time that is opening and awakening now. The program is coming from the universe and hitting us regardless of what they're using. We are going to... I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear you. I would say that if you go into the libraries of Phil Valentine, Bobby Hemmett, Deborah Blair, and a few other elders, you have been properly prepared. It's about what are the students doing, what did they develop, what did they create, 
What did they take from those from those 300, 400, 500 plus lectures and utilize in these days and times to properly prepare both themselves and the students that come after them? And I will also say this: it's what Cosmo was talking about. I completely agree because the possibility of controlling and being able to um, consciously and, 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 and huh? Remove ourselves. Consciously to remove ourselves and and stand on a square to say that if we do remove ourselves, we can control this. We will not suffer. We will be all right. We can't say that at this moment because collectively we have not activated ourselves. It's it's at our fingertips. We could do it tomorrow if we wanted to. Collectively we have the power and we damn sure got the money and we damn sure have the the intelligence to do that. And we we don't have to condition it. Hey, we, don't don't have the we don't have the condition and the discipline, and we You're don't right. have the action. Right. We have You're not right. taken the exactly. step forward to do that. Hold You're on. Right. You know, exactly. I don't want to. I'm not trying no, to lay. lay I'm not no, trying to lay blame exactly. here. You're right in exactly what you're saying. The elders laid down the lines. The pro. The elders laid down the program of what you're speaking about before, like Bobby Hammond and Brother Valentine. Yes. They laid it down for those who are going to be awakened now. The masses are not yet still awakened. You see that. You're speaking it's on not a, well, man, It has nothing to do with the masses. And it has nothing whatsoever to do with the masses. You influence the influential. The masses, the, the influence, the people who could influence 80 million people is watching what we're doing. They're looking. They're, they're being influenced. It's not about the masses. It's about what it is. It's about the small group of people who can change a lot of things in a very quick amount of time during this quickening. It's not about the masses. The masses will never get it. I, I feel that the masses will never get on board. It's not about them. They're going to catch this Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to stay 85ers, you know. They're not going to get on board. is going to stay Saho. They're not going to get on board. The numbers that are waking up, nobody ever considers, hold on, nobody ever considers or nobody ever gives credit to the numbers of people that are waking up. We're in the streets every day. You know what I'm saying? There's not, there's a lot of people that are waking up, and, and I, I'm taking, a, I'm taking a, a ratio from just being in one place, and I'm, and I'm multiplying that by multiple numbers of other places. So what about the people that are waking up? Forget about the niggas that keep walking by us every day. That's the matrix. You, we, we, let's talk about Zion. We keep talking about the woman in the red dress keeps walking back. She's the program. She's supposed to do that. She's the matrix. Like, who cares about her? What about the people that have unplugged and they're ready to go to Zion? Why are we not paying them no mind? They're the powerful people. They're the ones that we need to talk to. You, 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 there's so many brothers and sisters, creative, that come up to us. You know, I'm a videographer. I'm a musician. I'm an actor. I got actors coming up. that do in the Boardwalk Empire. Uh, uh, people that was in Boardwalk Empire, people that's in movies, athletes, artists, musicians, musicians, you know what I mean? Like, I could, the list goes on. The renaissance is awaiting us. The renaissance is here. But my thing is, like the brother came on earlier, who's beating the drum to initiate the renaissance? Because the, our revolution is going to be creative. This is the age, like you said, the age of Aquarius, about creation. This, don't let's not talk about no weapons and guns. I don't even want to have that conversation. Let's talk about what can we create. How can we take this information that the brothers talk about tones and frequencies, the cosmophysic information about when to do things at certain times because of the alignment and all of this other stuff. Like 
When are we going to collectively begin to implement that? Not the masses, like I said. When are we going to come together in a social gathering so we don't have to keep, you know, doing this phone thing and being on a computer poking each other on Facebook and that, that doesn't work. That's not that's not effective enough. We have to look each other eye to eye. We got to get on the road like we were getting on the road back in the 80s to get money. We got to get on the road now. And sacrifice, Lord. Money. Sacrifice, man. You know, the, 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 those who are conscious have to be willing now to sacrifice what material bonds they've made with this society in order to escape it, man. In other words, the amputation is going to be painful, nigga. What it is, the conscious individual who, who who has that nine to five still has to do that nine to five. He has mouth to feed, he has rent to pay. So no in the middle of him taking part in any revolutionary activity, he has to be willing to make that sacrifice, man, to break the link. And that's... But Cosmo, that's why I went back and I said the evolution, the creative renaissance. Anybody that's knee deep in this, anybody that's living this consciousness is sacrificing at the end of the day. Every day is a new step towards sacrifice. You know how yeah, much well, I, I, I can, you know, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. I live off the grid. I don't work for these motherfuckers. I don't pay taxes. Yes. Okay, I do all that. I make my own money. Okay, but but I don't need to toot my own horn. That needs to be done collectively. You know, exactly. like for example, exactly. you you know we, we got cases in Supreme Court, but within the last five years, that blatantly say you do not need a driver's license to travel in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. So then then the individuals who are conscious need to be willing to sacrifice going to get that motherfucker and be willing to sacrifice the inconvenience of when they come into an encounter while they're driving with these with these police. You understand I'm what I'm saying? 40, I'm, I'm almost 40, and I could go on record saying that I've sacrificed all the way up until now to not do it. You know what I mean? I've, I've been called all kind of names by quote-unquote loved ones, people just you know, supposed to be down for the cause. You know, I was called a lame and all kind of stuff because I'm I refuse to do it. So I understand what you're saying, and I, and that's the life that I live. I am my driver's license. I, I you know I don't attract no authorities because I'm I'm not scared of them. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I, yeah, the the point the point is that collectively, yeah, individually, you, me, and I can bear witness, Lord, I see you. Okay. For anybody that has any doubt, you dig? He's speaking absolute truth. The, but the point is that those who are conscious have to collectively do it. <laughs> Understood. You dig? In order to affect any change, that example needs to be physically demonstrated and presented and shown to the people. Okay. I said, like, I'm going to tell you something. For those people who love and rely on their job and their degree, all right? I've seen a man who has a bachelor's degree in business advertisement, okay, marketing or whatever, marketing, okay? He has never worked for anyone since he got out the Army at the age of 25. This guy sold socks and drawers, okay, socks and underwear, boxes and, 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 and Superman waistband briefs, okay, <laughs> and, 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 and plain socks. 
Every day I used to see him in D.C. down 8th and 8th selling socks and stuff like that, right? Everybody mm-hmm. who, who familiar with D.C. know about 8th and 8th Northeast, okay? The, uh, this cat live in Fort Washington now in a four-bedroom house, man, with, with, a, with a fully decked-out basement, man. It looks like the upstairs. You can't tell it's the basement unless you look for a window, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So and, and this cat ain't never had a job. He don't pay taxes. I'm probably pay for property property taxes because he ain't down with the sovereignty movement. But he never had a job. Never, you know what I'm saying. So there's ways to gem- generate money. Who don't buy socks and underwear? Come on, man. Right, you're right. So it's about knowing the nooks and cranny of what to get money off, what to make money off is for yourself to so help. So you can survive. Yeah. yeah. And you have to be willing to do that. And see, that's the catch. We are so, collectively, right, we so beat down. And this is the reason why we're susceptible to all of these little tricks. Because that's what they are. Tricks to to mm-hmm. to play certain sounds, to affect certain emotions, to provoke certain situations, to keep a certain legacy rolling in this country, okay? To keep the prison uh, industry rolling. You know, you, it, it is no coincidence that, uh, you know, entertainment it, it, it evokes violence. The sports evoke violence. The, uh, uh, everything, television, movies, all of this. The marketing and advertisement, there's a gun in 75% of the posters that you see um, being advertised for movies and TV shows. Yeah, exactly. So, they, you know, they, they're making it difficult. To it's like, you know, the dope fiend who wants to quit doing dope. He has to remove himself from the environment where that substance is going to be. He's got to remove himself from other fiends. He's got to remove himself from 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 contact with the actual substance. So it's the same way here. We are sick people. We need to heal. Okay, well, the first thing we need to do is cut ourselves off from the culture. See, and that's the catch. A lot of people who even proclaim consciousness aren't willing to abandon the American pie. They're not willing, you know. This is, it's mm-hmm. like you know, if if let's just hypothetical right now, okay? I I I come across eight zillion dollars. I buy a, a, a land as big as New York State, and I say I'm donating this land to my people. My people can come and live on it. You come and make your claim like the old settlers did in the old west, right? Stake your claim, register it with the office, and we're gonna build our own right here. Man, I'll be the only one living out there in the woods. <laughs> you dig? Because I don't see very many people saying, oh, man, I'm going to leave the city and come out there in the country and farm with you and chop wood with you and help you build a house from scratch. And and we're going to buy generators so we can have electricity and da 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 No, they would rather just talk this conscious stuff and go to work every day and, you know, and, and, and continue nah. to act as a cog in the wheel promoting the, it's uh, like, the, the agenda. It's like what you said. We was going to the sacrifice, and we were going to get some hammocks. You know what I'm saying? And we were going to be able to smoke good every day. You know, that's more attractive, but that's still getting off the grid. We could go. You know, fish, and, and you know, what I'm and then about? you got those people who these are the people that hold you down. These are the dead weights. The people. Oh yeah, go ahead, get the farm together. As soon as you get it all together, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, but I don't want to help you cultivate. I want to help you build the fence, the barn, or none of that. But I definitely want to help you eat the food that you grow. Yeah, okay. that's exactly. <laughs> you 
dig what I'm saying? So, you know, there, there, there's, a, there's a, 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 a morality change. And I keep saying this because until that occurs, until preferences and morals are set straight and values, until we can collectively start making ourselves behave. You remember how it was when we was kids? I don't know your generation, but see, I grew up in a generation where the next door neighbor, she could whoop my ass. And yeah, she'd jump on you. Yeah, she, she could take her belt and whoop my ass just like my mother do and would tell my mom that when my mom come home, my mom would whoop my ass if I was wrong, okay? I come from that yeah. generation. That generation don't exist no more. I dare you to go outside and try to slap one of these little kids. You will have his, his juvenile-minded mother, his ghetto prison mentality father, all his brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles banging at your door trying to jump on, jump on your chest. Disciplining yep. their child. Okay? See, that's what happens when well, you remove the strength element, the, the the wisdom and strength and the guidance element from a from a people. Okay? The the youngins turn on the old. The respect the the medium that maintained that respect is gone. Okay? Is it- to 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 a certain extent. I mean, there's still black men here. Okay, but you you know it's got to the point where like you know we're not just it's not just the police, it's everywhere. <laughs> you the persecution is everywhere, and you know we're not addressing it like it's everywhere, man. You know we're not removing ourselves from it. You can't really like um you can't be a part of this society and not promote it. You know, you're going to have to propel it forward no matter what you do if as long as you're involved in it. And what's deep is, you know, they talk about these race relations. That's a smoke screen, man. Racism is at an all-time high. I just posted something out two weeks ago on my, um, on my wall. It was a study, and there was a graph designed that showed the years that since the Civil War, the economic gap between the haves that are of for uh, uh, that are of original stock and the halves that are of a mutant stock has not widened nor nor narrowed since the civil war so when when people say we're doing better we may be doing better but they're still doing 10 times better than us economically so however good you're doing they're still doing 10 times better there is no difference there The line that represented the demographic of the Caucasian middle class and the line that represented the demographic of the uh, uh, average everyday African American, okay, was the same where it was was consistent. It's like both lines were drawn with one hand and two pens, in other words. So when, when we were rising, they were rising. When we were declining, they were declining. So, but the distance between the lines has never changed. Not since the the uh, Civil War. So where's the progress? It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Okay, I used to keep you broke while I had $50 in my pocket. Now I give you $5 and I got 1000 Okay? Mm-hmm. You think you're doing better because you got $5 now. But no actuality, compared to me, you ain't doing squat. 
and that's living that's that's living that's living proof and they, and that's the program they feed them because at the same time when even the person that's the hero doing something to the lower person like you speaking on they think they have all the money but even at the end of the day there's still somebody over that group that's even taking more of their money so it's like a chain link that goes all the way up because when they say when you say uh Europeans and comedic people are neck and neck Okay, who is the person that's looking over the both groups and saying how how are you how are you able to say that they neck and neck? Because it's like they're saying, I see the puppet, but where's the master? Even they themselves are still the puppet. They 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 feel that okay, we get a we get a comedic community five dollars, but we got five million. But even though you feel you have five million, the person that gave you who you got to think. The person that handed you the five million got more than your five million, and you the person right. that handed the five. You feel me? It's like no, the powers yeah. that be, bro, are, are making the five million. They're not earning it. They're they're they're, they're, they're creating it through your debt. Okay, <laughs> exactly. You're so, right. But I'm you saying, know, the yeah. thing is, you have, to, you have to look at really, really, really. You have to look at the power that they have how they've built it to this point and how they're maintaining it, okay? And what we think we see is a product of what they put into effect 50 years ago. In other words, though, the state that we are in as a people right now was planned 50 years ago. So if we're not battling our opponent, if we're not combating this oppression, with a with with a similar agenda, man. Do you mm-hmm. bring in a toothpick to a samurai sword fight? Do you bring in a BB gun to a nuclear war? You ain't even right. gonna scratch it. Let me do this though. I think we got one more caller. I'm gonna keep everybody's line open. This is a group convo, and um, I don't want to leave nobody else's wisdom out of the fold. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. But I, I totally agree with you, Cosmo. Um, you know, this is where this is where we're moving ourselves off of the grid. You know, I, and it just goes back into what I was saying about these socials and these networking events that we need to just start doing. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to we need to take a religious approach to just getting together. You know, because it's like you're saying, Neo was in the Matrix. This is the Matrix. We understood that he understood that. You know, sometimes. You know, at the end of the movie, he went into the machine to become part of the machine to bring the machine. He became the ghost in the machine. But he also had a group of individuals who unplugged from the Matrix and they went into Zion, right? And yeah. that would be the proverbial living off of the grid. That would be if we were to materialize some of these acres, this acreage that, you know, I know it's out there somewhere. And like you said, we would have you know, put some resources together and start building up a fort, building up a, a you know, like how they got some camp villages and stuff like that and all of this, you know, yeah, all commune. these different places, communes and stuff. Like, who's to say that we can't do that? You know what I mean? That no, would we be our can. And I, you know, I think that's the only solution at this point, okay? At this point, because that, that would be, yeah, I, I totally yeah, agree because with you. Yeah, because I mean, as an individual, I can't just decide to grab my sleeping bag and my and go out and then live on some land and grow. You know, I mean, do all that by myself. It doesn't change the condition of my people one whit. 
It changes my condition. Okay. Yes, and, that, so, and that doesn't, that's not enough. Let me go ahead and open this line, though, for the 917-734. Peace and welcome peace. to the Lunch Radio. Peace, 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 red, blue, cosmophysics. Peace, that. 
You don't have to. Right. Uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care about your credentials. No. I can hear the. Oh, oh no, 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 no. It's not. It's not about credentials. But I want. I want to set. I want to lay down a uh, a specific foundation for those who are listening around, because uh, okay. what happens a lot of times, and I'm only speaking based on my experience. What happens a lot of times, people tend to assume. So, well, where are you getting this from? Or how are you, how are you doing it? So I like to lay down. References and where I got my information from, like you did earlier. You 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 yeah. talked about what went on, and so it, I don't want it to sound like credentials. I'm just letting people know this is where I'm acquiring my information from because I'm in the industry. Um, I so, have two questions for you already, man. So you know I can't okay. wait for you to get done so I can ask those. But I need you to finish <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so no, I can no. hear what else you've given up before before this phone hang up. Oh yeah, no, I, absolutely. Um, no, but it was just the melanin. I just was, I just wanted to touch on that because I think that's an aspect when we do the science and we talk about it, we keep talking about skin hue, which is important, and it'll make the adaptation, but we have to make sure that we understand when we're dealing with people who have that lighter pigment that um, first and foremost, they've, um, and this is, uh, you could probably do some research online with this too, that, that skin type has only been around about, 7,000 years um, And it, Some thought Speechers just thought It was longer Like 40,000 years ago But Unfortunately For them It didn't happen that long It was more around 7,000 years ago um, Where that hue came And it wasn't so much um, uh, 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 A vitamin D thing uh, They were thinking It's more uh, Along the lines of uh, Maybe food And some other conditions That actually Cosmic radiation mm-hmm. Um, that uh, actually, uh, um, I guess, produced this uh, vitamin D deficiency. I, I personally think it's a food thing. I think it's based on uh, a consumption or overconsumption of um, vitamin A based on environmental conditions. That's my thing. Vitamin A and, and, and vitamin C, because both of those things will retard the, uh, um, they would retard the um, uh, processing of vitamin D. No, no, the tyrosinase that helps produce uh, melanin, so it's uh, it's in a, in a in a retarded state because it's not like they can't produce it; it's just not functioning. That's what it is. Because, and and I caution people too. I would say this too: we got to be careful when we're playing around with this hue business. You know, uh, number one, we got to look at the eye color because they, even the research is also saying that uh, from out of and this is from out of Spain, they're saying. That uh, these the the, the uh, Europeans were dark skinned Neanderthal was dark skinned Denisovan is dark skinned All of them were dark skinned They're talking tawny and all of that. They're dark skinned They're saying not only was the the <coughs> ancestor to the European was not only dark skinned he had blue eyes. That's what they that's their research. So they they're, they're coming up with a uh, coming out and releasing a lot of information which is. Um, which is quite interesting when we look at it. I, I would be hesitant to jump on that uh, uh, idea right there, number one. There's a, a geneticist that came out in the 90s, Chinese dude named Nye, yes. N-E-I, mm-hmm. 1992. He's a, he's a Chinese geneticist, mm-hmm. okay? And and his his thing is that um that the Chinese and the Caucasian and the quote-unquote other races came about as a result of cosmic radiation, which is constantly bombarding the earth, constantly causing changes in species and different plants to manifest and things of this nature, constantly mutating life here on this planet. 
okay? And um, he got into the myth about them coming from Neanderthal. They have a totally different chromosome set uh, enumeration than we do. Neanderthal is 97% African. What people keep getting confused is what they did was with that myth was they, they make it sound as if, oh, Neanderthal DNA. 97%. You could do, if you really do the research on Neanderthal, you'll just, just, just look at the percentage. It, you'll see it's 97%. That 3% is what they talk about, which is different from the 99% that they keep testing on the continent. That's the difference mm-hmm. between the two. You understand? That probably mm-hmm. happened. That change probably happened based on, uh, uh, of course, environmental conditions. When the Toba explosion, if you do any research on the Toba explosion. Yeah, 9,000 B.C., I'm down with the Toba explosion yeah, and, the bottleneck and, uh, and the bottleneck of the population. Now, if you ask me, I think that was, um, that was part of uh, 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 probably part of some of the adjustments that uh, those Neanderthals had to make at that particular point in time. Um, and you know they got a whole new theory on these Neanderthals that, to me, is more rational, but it equally sure. is fantastic, okay? Sure. That, uh, let me tell you what it is. It's real short, all right? That, you know, the on the human being, the brow bone of the skull, right above your eye socket, sure. that never stops growing. It mm-hmm. never stops growing. It grows constantly from the, from the time the sperm fertilizes the egg until the time you depart from this plane of events, okay? And they're mm-hmm. trying to say that the Neanderthals aren't a different species of humans, but that they are humans that lived 900 and 800 years, and proof of that is from the growth of the bone on their brow. Okay, now let me, let me say this to you. This is, I had a, a similar conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago just about in the same area. The problem I have with many of the scientists that are putting forth specific information when they start talking about different brows, is when you look at anything that they show in representing Homo sapiens sapiens. It's always a Caucasian. Yeah, I get it. Right. You, we don't have representations of every single skull. If you even look at some of those skulls, I guarantee you, you can find a skull like that somewhere on the planet today. Yeah. Okay, I go for that. You know what I mean? Today. So. Yeah. 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 Hard, I get you. I get you. you. Know There's a I mean? human being walking around that looks just like them. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, no, no question, because some of the stuff that I've seen over the years um, with Neanderthal look like some cats I've seen in Brooklyn. <laughs> up and down. Wide nose, big lips. I was like, damn, why didn't you see that? I'm like, yo, I mean, but they yeah, never talk about my mother about my stepfather every day behind that. It's the same thing you, you're talking about right yeah. now. They don't talk about Well they're now talking about the More and more the intelligence of Neanderthal And how they You know they brought forth some of the technology That we that we're now using are today, Right the usage yeah. of fire yeah. clubs And all that for, uh, uh, The groove wear the Brother, the color. Yeah absolutely Brother, I don't mean to cut I'm, yes. I don't mean to cut your wisdom I will but we have two callers with their hands up, and we got five more minutes yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, let, 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 them, let them go in. Let them go in. All right. Man, it was a lovely bill, bro. <laughs> yeah, same here. Call, yeah. It from, call it from the 614. 
And call us from the 712. Welcome to Know the List Radio. Please uh, announce yourselves. Man, this is crazy background noise in one of their calls. Call us from the 712. Call us from the 714. We're doing the drums on the on furniture set. Call us from the 712-202. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace. What it do? Hotel. Peace. You tap up. brother. Peace. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to uh, bring in a point of for consideration about uh, I want to reference that uh, Human Artificial 1 and Human Artificial 2 by the Grand Master Bobby Hemming or the Grand Master Teacher Bobby Hemming. And uh, I, I feel like for some reason, like we always jump over the genetic engineering of Europeans, then you know we'll say the environment created Europeans and this and that, but we we skip over the engineering that you know may have taken place, you know, which ain't so far fetched, you know, when you really, you know, look at these crafts and sciences that we was dealing with. Why would it be so far-fetched that these people knew how to create another person, but they knew what they was doing They created the person without this melanin? Like, like you can't reproduce that which is original. Even though they learned how to create a body and a spirit and something that looked in your likeness and your image, it, it ain't got no soul. It ain't got, you know, it ain't got that melanin like that because you can't. You know, you can I only have one I only have one argument for this here, okay? This is theoretical. There has to yeah. be some evidence yeah. <laughs> support to support. I mean, I'm down with the whole the uh, uh uh theory of genetic engineering, how they came about. I done heard it a thousand times. You know, it was in the nation of gods and earth. You know, it became popular with us with the nation of Islam. All right. The, my thing is, where is the scientific evidence that points to the manufacture of of, the, uh, of this mutant? We have several natural catastrophes that we can scientifically. Prove we have archaeological dig that can that, that can prove these people are mutants, no question. Okay, where is evidence that points to their mutant state as having been manufactured intentionally by a scientific mind? The, where's let, the evidence? Let, let, let me just interject something here too for the brother to also consider because. We always point to the European, but we need if we're going to make that argument about the European, and I'm not, I, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a free thinker. I like to think about all different angles because I'm into this building geometry stuff, and that's what you need to understand how to manipulate in energy with shapes. That being said, I want you to think about this. Look at all the different hues of people that we call black people. If we're going to say black and the darkest of the dark, that is the original template, then you are also a genetically modified, I am, and all of us talking right now that I am aware of their hue. If you are not a blue-black person, then you, then you are ain't original. Modified. Yeah, you're a grafted individual. You, you're blue. Remember this right. conversation? That's, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.